everyone, this is Grace again. I am back here at the Broken Token Podcasting booth on Saturday night, and my dad and Mr. Brent must still be out playing games. So I've been selling shirts, passing out flyers, and pretty much doing all their jobs here for what feels like hours. While they are out playing some really bad pinball and thinking they are good, I'm going to go ahead and bring you the Saturday Night Livestream show from the 2017 Louisville Arcade Expo. As my dad always says, game on. Oh yeah, the smoothies here in Louisville are really cold. Welcome to the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball Podcast. Welcome to Saturday Night, Louisville Arcade Expo 2017. Whitney, we're back again, buddy. It's uh, It's been a good afternoon. I'm, I'm a little tired, man. Jersey Jack can talk. That dude, I mean, he is a machine. He's a machine. He went on and on and on, and it was it was great content. And uh, we'll have it in a show at some point in the future and on the YouTube channel. And I, I just learned a lot, Brent. Well, uh, you, you you missed something educational. I'll I, say that. I kind of thought Jersey Jack was holding you a hostage, and I was going to have to come in and rescue. But I didn't know if it was just a good, interesting conversation, or if it had turned hostile. Well, he was throwing he was throwing hats. He was throwing shirts. Did um, he have a shirt cannon? No, he did How not. About a hat cannon? No, he didn't have well, that. He didn't he didn't need them. He would wing them almost almost like um, one of the James Bond villains would take their little derby hat and wing it. And then uh, you know it'd stick like in a you know, like in a door frame and stuff like that. So I mean he was like lethal with that stuff. We had customer testimonies. We had trials and tribulations. We had the you know the the pains of starting a company, all of which is good stuff. But whoo man, he packed it in, packed it in. Well, he looks like he's got an arm on him. I could imagine that he could you know if you if there was any statues in there, yeah. you know James Bond style. I imagine yeah. whack gets done. Well, one thing I will say is um, he kept the entire crowd the entire time for an extra hour so it was good it was real good well sweet now we i know we've got a couple guests with us so i'm going to go ahead and bring them in excellent and, uh gentlemen why don't you introduce yourself this is the sky cursor crew yeah yep, yep. Uh, i'm chris cruz i'm the art director for sky cursor and i'm phil globish i'm the producer on sky cursor awesome we don't, we don't have any developers no, nah, nah, right, games gonna, don't need to I'm, Hold on, I'm, I'm going I'm to mute again. Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> no, I'm kind of curious, guys. Um, every time that I see Sky Cursor out and about, I see you too. And you guys are, to me, synonymous. I mean, you're the face of the product and the game and everything like that. Can you tell everybody what your respective roles are on, on, the, on the dev team, production team, and everything like that? Modeling. Handsome. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Brad hey, hey, is I'm Brad is hideous, well, so we don't bring him around. Well, That's I tell you, not man, true. Your, your beard is distinguished, and, and you're working it good. So I'll give you credit on that. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I paid me well for this. <laughs> well, you know, I'll hey, be here. Reach up there and tug the on that. Make sure that's a real beard. Oh no, no, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's like Santa Claus. Santa I, Claus quality I'm is in what it the, is. There's an association of real beard developers. <laughs> We're affiliated with the real beard Santas. Man, really? say that on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, I know. I, see, I couldn't even get mine out. Stupid. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so my name's Phil Golobish. I'm the producer on Sky Cursor, and I also handle the hardware aspect. And uh, I realized I just took a 180 turn real quick. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's all <laughs> good. This dude's all jokes. Yeah, but yeah. now, um, so since it's an arcade project, we also had to have the hardware to go along with it. 
And so I handle all that. So the actual physical thing that plays the game that yeah. we send to people when they buy a conversion kit or a dedicated cabinet, I handle that. And then, like, name anything else that uh, a small business needs done. Yeah. Uh, I share one-third of the responsibilities of making sure that this is a real business. I, I see. I got you. I got and you. And then Chris yeah. and he also he just yeah. introduced himself, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, definitely. So I just say Phil has a, a beautiful mind for understanding ah. the way hardware works. And I, I don't know. I, I can talk about him because, you know. Uh, but you know he. Oh, we he really talk about him all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Appreciate he, it. We Appreciate sit over it. here. And we, hey, we. You point. always do get my newsletter. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. point. We say, look at that dude over there. Yeah. You see that beard though? Yeah, no, that's no, a good beard. Phil, all Phil press a, is good press. Yeah, Phil does a great job with the with the hardware side of things. Uh, so as the art director, uh, I'm responsible for obviously the artwork in the game, but also um, kind of the artwork and the artistic vision behind uh, Griffin Aerotech, which is the company more or less that has produced sky cursor so um kind of just oversee the the visual aesthetics but also kind of the direction of the kind of creative side of things so the cabinet the way the website looks the way the cabinet looks the way the shirts look the way the booth looks yeah just before we show up we make sure that our you know the jeans are pressed we've got (laughs) we literally are wearing the same model shoe yeah right now fair enough and that's all just the art director said it had to be that well you know in order to get the desired result you have got to pre-calculate everything otherwise you just show up with a change you know with pocket full of change yeah that's yeah it. that's true it's all you got so we're not that good to just do that yeah, yeah, no, yeah I that's right not that talented yet yeah, I, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. i understand okay so i've here's my first question and, and this is like nothing to do with the game and the perspective where in the world this come from where did griffin aerotech come from because i have heard a little of sky cursor as it's yeah, gone we've yeah. talked chris and i've talked uh at, at other shows mm-hmm I haven't met a griffin yet. Yeah. So, or is that so, griffin is in the 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 myth? Is it mythological beast? Yeah, the yeah griffin? that's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. No, no, so uh, it's kind of funny because um, my wh- last name's Griffith, and when I hear that, I get nervous because I think uh, I think maybe I'm Griffith Aerotech. I should. I think. Oh my gosh! What I said I've I been listening to that Broken Token podcast, and boy, oh, that I like name. That name. Ooh, that sounds sweet, <laughs> and I feel like I got work to do. <laughs> that's right. No, uh, uh, it, it's funny how it kind of came to be because we had to create a mythical company that was. Responsible for creating the jet in the game, the Sky Cursor. Okay. And so we came okay. up with this company called Griffin Aerotech. Well, the problem was is that people started seeing that on the website, and they said that's the company that made the game. <laughs> and so I would I would actually kind of point back to Adam Pratt over at Arcade Heroes as being the person who kind of forced us to use that as our brand name because he I started see. putting it all over everything and I was like I guess that's our company's name now. Oh, <laughs> and that's awesome. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. We, yeah, wanted, yeah. we want it to be bigger. We want to be bigger than Sky Cursor. Yeah. That's right. So then we so we consciously picked a name that had multiple iterations of how you could spell it so it would be really difficult for people <laughs> to Google it. Right. You know so that's saying? always yeah. But, but yeah. no, that's seriously though, um, we we decided, hey, we want to be, we want to make another game. Yeah. And what's going to be the banner that we do it under? We also have this hardware project, and we'd like to get other game developers to make games for that hardware. We can't just be Sky Cursor. Yeah, so it's like, what's the what's the mother company or the big the yeah. big brand behind everything? Right. And we still push Sky Cursor, you know, like ninety percent of the time. But I see. Then we show up every now and then, and we're like, yeah, but then you know, Griffin Aerotech. Wait, we got the the Griffin Aerotech polo on. Wait, yeah. I, I'm upset. We're gonna have to get these guys to do some marketing. We are I trying know. to develop a brand, and yeah. we it's it's a struggle. 
inch by inch, listener by listener, they accidentally developed a brand. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're, well, they're just it's Griffin. Well, you well, know what I what I really respect about this is it's modeled almost after the TV series Lost. I mean, it's it's like this this mythical company behind everything right, else. The Dharma. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah that's, right. that's yeah, exactly yeah, that's right. True. And that's so, I, yeah, no, we're right there. There's a lot to like about that. We're right there, and it's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. which is good for podcasts. Yeah, that, that much is true. <laughs> that much is true. <laughs> You're always talking. You, about you guys <laughs> got it down. Pat. Always explaining something yeah, yeah. to somebody. Yeah, I'm right. telling you, man. Exactly. We leave no stone unturned. Yeah. I will say that yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay, so give us the rundown on where Sky Cursor sets today, and then you mentioned Phil. I think it was the hardware platform and other yeah, development. Right. Yep. yep. And let's touch on that so that folks kind of understand the, the bigger vision. Yeah, so I can start with where Sky Cursor is today, and Phil, I'll let you kind of sure. jump in on uh, the, the hardware and how cool. all that works. At. So Sky Cursor started out completely as a labor of love. You know, some guys that were really into arcade gaming. We came from the generation, I think, after you guys. That's like right. The, the yeah. kind of the he just called us old. No, yeah. no. That's I mean, okay. well, well, I grew up in the arcade post-crashed. I'm post-crashed, yeah. right? So, yeah. uh, so I'm a Street Fighter guy, Neo yeah. Geo, that kind of era. So I have to be true to myself. So oh, we yeah. made we made yeah. a game that was true to that era. I, I you know, um, and so Sky Cursor it started out like I said as a passion project, but it's kind of blossomed into when you're the only guy making a new arcade game. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, people kind of gravitate towards that. So we've uh, been able to get locations at some of the best arcades in the world. Uh, local, you know, in, in, uh, nationally, we've got Gallop and Ghost and Logan Arc, uh, Har- Arcade in, in Chicago, for example. Yeah, but then yeah. internationally, you know, we've got a location in Tokyo, France, uh, Germany, Stockholm, Sweden. And I think it's just a response that people don't realize how much energy there is around arcade. Yes. Um, not only the nostalgia, but people discovering the unique qualities of the arcade experience that maybe weren't even around for the time when it was really popping, you know, like, yeah. like we were at different eras. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've been lucky enough to kind of be one of the first people to kind of recognize that and, and to try to do something and just get enough of it out there to where people latched on to it. But... Uh, you know, our big message with uh, with arcade development is if you're the only guys in town doing it, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's a heck of a lot easier to get attention. So, so yeah, so where we are today is is essentially we're just about to leave the prototype phase of our development. Uh, we we only have been selling to public arcades okay. up to this point. Okay. Um, but starting April third, we're actually going to open up to home collectors. Oh, nice. Uh, and and you know, we turn down more uh, people than we take because uh, I think the home market is actually bigger than the operator market now. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so I think there, you know, I'm really excited about being able to kind of start selling to home collectors because I think there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot a lot of home collectors that are anxious to get their hands on the game. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. So I, I'm curious, how did, how did how did the development on this game start? I mean, was this just, uh, was this, Chris or Phil, was this you guys working out of a basement on a couple of network machines and writing you know, writing code, or I mean, how, how did how did the product jump from idea to bootable game? I right. guess. Yeah. Beautiful question. Cause it <laughs> yeah. wasn't the basement. It was actually the second story okay. of a a house that was basically abandoned. That was okay. on a lake. It was a it was a mansion. It was that a he mansion. was house sitting more or less. So I was a, in the front room of the house. Was, was there like a like one of those tape out? 
lines of a body <laughs> or something. This is I don't yeah. know what this is going. Michael Those Myers didn't appear until early 2016. Yeah, okay. tape outlines came okay. in 2016. Yeah, I didn't know if we were going Scooby Doo or Michael Myers. Yeah, so. I mean, it took us a minute okay, to get though. to the tape outlines. Okay, okay. As long as you just walk around them, everything's fine. Yeah, because it's not disturbing evidence. No, no, no. That's right. You're good. Well, I just come in through the same window I came in the first time. Good point. You got that down I know how to get in. Yeah. Yeah. This man has learned. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna disregard saying the actual address of this home. Yeah. It would be in your best interest. Right. But, right. So yeah, it ha- actually was on the second floor. It was the day after Christmas. My mom, God bless her, got me a raspberry pie, and I know I should stop saying raspberry pie as part of this story because people still think it's on the raspberry pie. Which I say. Yeah. Let me just isn't. say yeah. for for all time right now, no longer on the raspberry pie. Understood. However, that's where it, the whole idea of Oh man, what I, what do I do with this thing with this computer? Oh, I've always wanted to make a game. Oh, I'm old enough now. I've got the resources now. I've got the experience, the talent, the whatever, the connections to make a game. Yeah. Let's make a game. Okay. And very quickly, Chris was like, "I want to make a game." Well, we should talk about though the the first thing he made, which is which is oh, cool. Man. No, it's cool because <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear about it. It was this. right I around do, Christmas time. It was right around Christmas time. So he had Christmas on the brain. He made a game called Xmas Blaster, and you were a little jet, like a, almost like a stealth fighter, and you were just blowing up reindeer and Santa Clauses as and they it came was in. Bloody. As you one were does, popping, you were popping reindeer. As one does. As one does. <laughs> so. Yeah. Because you don't want them attacking. Uh, the idea no, no, being, at, uh, yeah. you know when uh, the night before Christmas, NORAD is like, man, oh, yeah. we got bogeys, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. calling and, Santa from hours and I'm away. Saying, yeah. I'm yeah. saying, well, what if Santa's first strike? That's what happens. <laughs> Santa strikes first, and you got to scramble F-16s to take out Santa. Oh, these poor and kids. So, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, I love this. this is alternate. Yeah. This yeah. is real talk. And so yeah. Sky Cursor was dead. born yeah. out of... Yeah. What happens when you take an F-16 and you just... There's no metal up there to blast. It's yeah. just reindeer. Reindeer and sleigh. And, and so that's it, it. turned into mutants because mutants are way... They tested better so is there, okay. yeah. than reindeer. <laughs> in the test market. No, is, no. There, test is, market. There, is there a hidden mini-game? And if... That's not, a good idea. Why this, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah. so, so when I saw that, that Phil had stood up something on his own, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to make a game. And uh, as an artist, uh, I was almost most comfortable doing like pixel art just for fun. Okay. I, I love okay. that style, right? I love the, I love the uh, artistic. The fact that when you do pixel art, you can see that the 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 artist put every dot where he wanted it to be, right? Popeye, for example, yeah. Nintendo, right? Like he made it look like Popeye with pixels, you know. Yes. And there's something very. Uh, I don't know, intriguing to me about that. So when I saw that Phil could stand up a game on the development side, I said, Phil, I, I want to do the art. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. And then I went into my weird hyperdrive mode where I was staying up every night doing a ton of art, and I was giving him more art than he could program. Yeah, I see. <laughs> so basically, we reached, we reached out to another friend that we had at the time we were working at a consulting firm. And uh, he was a, a great developer, and we reached out to him, and he had that same crazy, frantic energy that I do on the programming side. But he's and hideous. He's oh, not. God. No, he's so not, he's not. You got to stop saying that. So, so, he's, he's, saying that. so, so he's, he's not beautiful. beautiful. He's beautiful. Like he's beautiful. Okay. Did you beautiful. find him at the lake house? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, was, yeah, he was there. He was, he was, was there. No. He was laying in the I'm tape. I'm just messing with Brad. He's beautiful. Actually, Brad's probably the cutest. Because he's tall. He's got the. He's got the. But I'm so uncomfortable. When he came on, though, it really uh, it was hilarious. the trifecta. The, the, the three-part team w was really what worked for us. Having the three different talents uh, at the table, working hard, it, that's really when it started to pop for us. So I got you. I got Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Wow. Just got airdropped. So, so uh, this is something Julius. we should talk about for a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. This is, so I'm going to have to take a picture of this, so, actually. Uh, listener of the show, James Hale, has just hand-delivered – a beautiful smoothie. Oh, he's just brought us smoothies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I he's he's trying to decide if I am worthy of a smoothie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as a as a you know as a fan of the Broken Token podcast, I knew you guys were a big deal. <laughs> but but he, look look he's I didn't know you were smoothie delivery big deal. <laughs> like he is he is a he's walking around all aloof like giving me the side <laughs> eye like. Do you get this? Oh, wait, Does oh, he, oh, can wait. he hear us say, even oh, talking? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No speakers out there. Yeah, yeah. He can look, hear the oh, whole thing. Oh, look. look. Don't, I, hey, don't make me rage quit this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will so rage quit this. He starts throwing notebooks, Jim. It's, it's just not good. <laughs> Thank you. It is, it's not oh, good. Not wow. there. Like, the royal treatment, man. It's oh, been a while. This, this is awesome, sir. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Thank you so much. I am halfway through a cocktail. tastes good. I'm a big cup of coffee in, halfway through a power bar, and now a sugar smoothie about 20 minutes you're gonna have to get me out of these rafters <laughs> that's awesome so so from from a development time perspective mm -hmm. okay I, yeah. it, it sounds like sounds like you guys got the role sorted out fairly quickly yeah. and, and you figured out how you were going to attack this from a from a, a dev I, I guess a dev effort dev time perspective yeah. Um, how, how long has it taken to get to the point to where where we see, where you have what we see? I'm right, playing right. on cabinets it, right it, now. It's been three years straight up and down. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I always say if, if we could do this full time, right, it probably would have been a half year yeah. to be where we are. I understand. But the, but the but reality is, you know, when you're trying to manage a full time job and have a family and be a you know be a good father and all I, and all I that. I totally get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know I, yeah. we, we had that conversation about Skyskipper. Yeah. You know, you got to balance that with your day to day life. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, basically all my free time goes to the project, you know, yeah. and, and when I say free time, I mean everything post 9 p.m. So I put, I put my kid to bed. I say I love you to my wife and I start working on that laptop till, you know, till I fall asleep, basically. And uh, and it's been three <laughs> years of that. You. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been three of that. And but when you love something, which I know you guys recognize, you know, you guys do this podcast, you did the Skyskipper project it. You, you, it doesn't feel like work, you know. It doesn't no, feel like work. No, you you want something. You want something to uh, to represent your time and in, in the accomplishment. Yeah. And I, I totally get it. You said something earlier when we were talking uh, yesterday that really stuck with me was the idea that you will something. You will it into existence yeah, is exactly. what you do. And that's it's, right. it's like that with anything that's work, you know, yeah. you just got to will it through. And, mm -hmm. and it's been a lot of down. It's been a lot of, you know, we, we, you know sometimes you'll read a, a forum post, someone has something really critical to say about what we're doing and they're not, you know, but then I'll see a little kid play it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is going. This yeah. is okay. It's like, we're good. <laughs> you, we're hit good. We're good guys. you hit on something Whitney and I discussed when we started the show. And we, we knew going in, the internet is the, what it is. Oh, yeah. And you are going to have the quote-unquote haters. Right. And we just decided to stick with the vision that we had. That's right. And, and 
it's grown, and well, I, it sounds like where you're all at well, as well. Where, uh, what I was telling Whitney about what I love about your guys' podcast is it's always positive. Well, thank you. You, nev- you never really have uh, a critical side of to what, what you guys talk about. It's just a passion for the for the. For the the hobby, I guess you call it, of yeah. arcade collecting and re, yeah. re, uh, you know refurbishing machines and so on, and you know, and, and it to me it's refreshing. Well, thank you. Because you don't see that, you know. Yeah. I mean, especially nowadays, everything is critical and, and negative, and you know, we. I mean, I, I actually I look to that kind of as a model for what we're trying to right. do. Just well, kill, thank you. Kill them with kindness, you know. You that's, just got to keep going, keep trying. That's you know? it, man. When you want the product to, when you want the product to stand on its own and to outlive you, that's what people are going to remember. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. let me yeah. ask a couple of game questions. How far along are you? I yeah, mean, I've I've heard interviews over time yeah. during the development process, uh-huh. and your X levels in. Right. I think you all even had uh, kind of a uh, a preview or a showing. You did something live at a location and. You all were coding the game then. This was yeah. early, yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah, that is yeah. so yeah. cool. You're much yeah. further in now. Yeah. So, so y- where, where you set? Compiling we're, builds on the fly. There, that is yeah, neat. the one of the luxuries of um, you know, I just watched uh, uh, Eugene Jarvis give a talk at uh, California Extreme last year, and he was talking about uh, in Robotron. There's a game breaking glitch uh, where if you shoot a certain you know one of the robots in the corner, it'll crash the game. Well, when the back when they had to. Uh, rely on the burned EPROMs, you know, they couldn't fix that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the game was out there, right? And it was in the wild. And, and it's because we leveraged some modern technology, but it's still a JAMA standard type game, we uh, were able to do updates on the fly uh-huh. and add more content via Wi-Fi connectivity and so on and so forth. So the way we've basically modeled what we're doing is, is try to get as many locations as possible based on the content we have today, which is we have four levels uh, we're about to release the four level, fourth level in like a week. Okay. Um, and uh, on April 3rd, we're going to have uh, the second player option as well. And okay. then that's when we're going to open up sales to essentially anyone who's interested. I see. I see. Yeah. So it's a bit, we're in a really kind of key moment um, in our development process where we're kind of finally able to say that it's ready for the public. Okay, that's good. More or less. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's awesome. From a, a quick techie question, how do the updates work? I, I'm familiar with, like, Stern. Every, mm-hmm. Anyone that has a modern Stern knows you download to USB key, you stick it in, you boot the machine, and you go have lunch and dinner. It mm-hmm. takes yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Are you all doing USB updates? Are you doing over-the-air? Just out of curiosity. That's a great question. It's very similar to no, that. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so nice. Yeah, I know. I've really, sweethearts I've, I've blow it. Right. Yeah. Seven, he's like, he's like he, be honest. You can be, we're brutally honest. You can go, you're an idiot. That's okay. okay. Uh, no, no. Um, it's, so, like, it's like, I wish it worked that way. God, I, 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 I can't even explain it he to you. He asked the one point. question. Yeah. That, so I so didn't want to talk about that. The, Poor Phil. Okay, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll try to do it justice. Because okay. it was a lot of programming, a lot of time to get this all set up. But since it is in our, it's a, a an operator experience. It's for a commercial arcade. Yep. It doesn't have a, a home user um, feel to it. You go in. Okay. You put right. the operator you, menu no, just sense. like the well, test that's, switch. That's like, yep. totally fair. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally the operator fair. menu. Yeah. And then you go down to game yeah. updates and you basically just tell the thing to update. Yeah. And a prop, depending on your Wi-Fi connection, five, maybe five minutes max. It's, oh, so, oh, five so, so it pulls its update code 
the, the diffs the or whatever yeah. off of your all's website. That's, yeah, so that's, we, we that's right. We have a server that manages that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So it just pulls it in. I mean, five minutes seems kind of painful, but you know, you oh, get no, you not at all. For an operator, pull in five. Yeah, for an operator, it's like yeah. I don't really want to deal yeah. with it, but. It's it, for five minutes. You just download the game reboots, and, and then you're ready to go. Most of our locations are actually set up now to where when it wakes up in the morning, it does it, it just on does its it own. automatically. So it'll download it, because, in the background. And you then. know, operators are so busy. I mean, yeah. a lot of our locations. You know, I think of someone like Zespi over at Logan Arcade. Oh yeah, yeah, he's busting he, all he the time. He doesn't have the time, you know, and 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 I mean, he, he you know, I'm sure he, he he likes what we're doing, but he doesn't have time to go open the thing up and you know do an update right so it just basically when he boots it in the morning it's gonna it's gonna have that new update for him and right. that's been uh, for me um, a really fun part because uh, we can continue to refine it based on what we're seeing you know in the public locations where you know is it too hard or uh, you know do people not understand how to do something we added new features to help people understand how the game works right for example um, and it's just fun to send those updates because you're kind of little sending your little gift off to the world. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Uh, yes. And sometimes they're received well, and sometimes they aren't. But that's yeah. you know, but you got to keep going. So far, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so far, far, so, so good. good. No, I, I mean, I think that's awesome that the game is built with serviceability in mind, and that that obsolescence is not is not part of the equation, I guess. And so, I, I, I mean, I've got props for that because th that's that's you guys thinking about how you're going to service the game and, and keep the game viable yeah. you know well past to a, a one year two year you know time frame whatever right. it may be yeah, yeah. And, and so we, we we talk a lot about um we go give talks to other developers uh, uh about what we do and one of the things we always talk about is this is it's this is a business to business thing to where we are we design the game uh to be we design the game for business right for other arcade operators uh so you know, it, we're going to open up the market to home collectors, but the game is still designed to be put into public arcades. Okay. And so one okay. Of, oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say one of the, you know, it's it's we have a really kind of um, dense operator menu, for example, that has all your coin counts and, you know, the ability to set the difficulty and the number of lives and the free play and all that stuff. And that, those are things that because we wanted it to be a professional arcade product, mm -hmm. you know, we had to be conscious of that stuff. And you, uh, I can yeah. see spending as much time working on what goes on under the covers to service exactly. the operator That's as exactly you do right. on the front. That's yeah. exactly. We had to pause development for a good six months, and I felt like the public was starting to get a little frustrated with us because we weren't doing any updates to the gameplay. You're right. Op but we were doing the op menu. We were doing the Wi-Fi update. We were doing a lot of stuff in the background, and it hurt me as the art director because the art director, I'm all about the, the public pro the facing yeah. art, right? Yep. yep. So, but I just had to, you know, keep working on the art, keep staying positive, keep going at it. Because I, I, if I'm, I'm sure I'm kind of trying to make a point here. It's been hard, but it's been fulfilling, you know. Yeah, just, good. just like I'm sure what you guys are doing, you know, it. Sometimes What's you have not bad very days. Fulfilling? And <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me ask a question. Ouch. It looks draining. It looks you, know, yeah. you guys look tired. Oh yeah. yeah. You look oh, yeah. depleted. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a tough life over here, <laughs> yeah. man. So I'll, I'll say that. Let the me throw smoothie. one other thing yeah. out. So, yeah, yeah. We sit here with <laughs> smoothies. Yeah. 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 Right. Hand delivered. We, we, yeah. we did have smoothie delivery. There's yes, upside. We did. There's an So let me throw one other question out, and then I want to rotate in some other guests, guys. No, please. So. Uh, I know Sky Cursor's been the focus, but you all mentioned a hardware platform, mm -hmm. and I've heard, and just correct me if I'm wrong, the platform will be or is open for other development. 
And I mean, is there going to be an SDK? Is that out there? Are you all working on that? Or do you want to get Skycursor kind of birthed and then open that world up? We love talking to developers. And the SDK is a, a fancy little term for software development kit. Right. And the way that modern software, at least um, the way that we encourage people to work, is to pick their favorite software environment. So if you're a Java developer or you're a JavaScript developer, yeah. Python, you pick. And as long as your binary can run on Linux, mm -hmm. uh, like an Intel chip with mm -hmm. Linux, you're going to be okay. Oh, okay. that's yeah. And so the, that, that's even better than I was thinking. You're not even locked into the rails no. of your platform. No. Your platform is is just is just the hardware. It's just the, the, only, PC. the only, I'm, the, I'm underselling it. Yeah. I think. No, 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 no. You're, no, no, no. no. You're it's, right. you're it, there's no magic to it other than how simple it is. It's, that it's like, awesome. Hey, look. There's no reason. And now, granted, there are a lot of reasons if you're into like hardware fetishism. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Which it, a lot of arcade collectors that's, are. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. I, I, can read for hours about esoteric nonsense or yeah, esoteric yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah details but, in minutia. But, I, yeah, but totally. at the same time, the the most important thing is the game that you're playing. Exactly. And the public, that's, yeah. we built the hardware to play Sky Cursor. We didn't build Sky Cursor because we wanted to make a new awesome piece of arcade hardware. Yeah. Turns out the hardware is great. The method that we use to boot the game switch the resolutions, run all the scripts, do the Wi-Fi connectivity, get the global high score server running. All that stuff is cool, but it is just to make Sky Cursor a yeah. better game. Uh, no, I understand. So if, dev if any developers are interested in you know, rapping with us about how we did it or what to do, we can give them all the tools we use and say, go at it. In a virtual yeah. environment where they can literally, if it runs oh, in that virtual device, that it is runs on, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs on the, yeah. If they want to buy the hardware, yeah. by all means, Get at us, and I, and I'll just say one last thing. Like it would be a dream for me to have a, you know, a classic style, new arcade game, right? Like because right. like I talked about earlier, we had to be true to ourselves. We grew up in the '90s, right? We grew up playing those style games. But if somebody came to us and wanted to do a more traditional '80s style golden era arcade game, we would just jump at that. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do would, it. Would you, would you really? Let's okay. do it. No, no, yeah. seriously. Because yeah. I mean, uh, that I know that there are a lot of people out there that want that kind of content, but I can't produce it because yeah. I'm not of that era. I would be not being true to myself. Uh, let's you know? do it. Yeah. If anybody yeah, yeah. wants to do it, just, for example, if there's somebody that just gets super geeked off a of skyskipper and they're like, now I'm motivated to just go do something like in that, that vein. In that yeah. vein, yeah. Please the same contact us. Quality of art and the whole experience is yeah. We want to. We want to. We want to help. We want to yep. be there. So, so real quick, guys, before you hop up, sure. tell everybody how to find you, mm -hmm. what the price of the home kit is going to be. Yeah. And the question that I've always had is that I would, I would definitely buy into the Sky Cursor kit now, knowing that it's it's ready for home use. But do you have to buy a cabinet to go with it, or do you, or do you guys sell the big, beautiful purple Dynamo style Z-back cabinet that, that it goes in, or what, what are the parameters for buying in the options? So basically, we referenced what was happening in the '90s, okay, to okay. where you had the right. conversion kit, yep. right? So we have a JAMA conversion kit, which comes with all the artwork to more or less create a brand new cabinet. Okay, um, it comes with the side art, it comes with the marquee, it comes with the control panel overlay, the awesome, hardware, awesome. everything you need. We have that as an option. 
We also have the dedicated cabinet, and we just uh, have created a great relationship with the uh, builder in uh, Texas who puts together really nice cabinets. Yeah. The one that's out there on the floor is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, as a plug for him, it's Arcadeology. Arcadology. Yeah, if okay. you want to look at that up. And, uh, not he, not familiar with him, but yeah, I'll definitely look that does up. Does a great job. Um, I just wanted to plug him because he really, he really does a fantastic job. Um, and then we also have, for the international market, we have the candy cabinet kit, which is more or less. <laughs> and it's awesome, yeah, too. It just, yeah, it just, it just is the hardware and a few little pieces uh, to deck out a, 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 you know, a sit-down Japanese candy cabinet. Yeah. So you can get the dedicated cabinet, you can get a conversion kit, and you can also get the least expensive option, which is the uh, sit-down candy cabinet yeah, style. Yeah, okay. So if you guys set pricing on what this is going to look like for April the home 3rd, user? April 3rd, we'll officially launch the pricing. And the reason okay. why I won't say it today okay. is because we're making everything even nicer for the home market. The enclosure, exam for example, for the arcade board is a custom piece of aluminum casing. Yeah. It's, it's, you had to, had yeah, to. Well, yeah. we, we figured if somebody's going to be dropping that kind of money, we want them to feel really happy about what they're getting. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I'm, I'm liking the vibe of this. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds good. It's I nice. Mean, it's really yeah. nice. Yeah, Brent, hey, Brent, I'm going to spend your money, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, hey, I'll, I'll toss this out. I, yeah. I don't know where it lies. I know there's been a couple conversations uh, had and maybe some comments made, but there may be a sky cursor coming to Louisville here yeah. real soon. Oh, I'd be very Scott excited. It'd be the yeah. first one. It'd be the yep. first one, and that would be fantastic. They yeah, I'll just sit there and play for eight hours. Yeah, yeah, so you can just find us at... On Facebook, uh -huh. Sky Cursor. Yeah. Facebook, Google, slash, just slash Google Sky Cursor. Sky Cursor. You yeah. can spell it wrong, and it'll still figure it out. Fantastic. Which is, which we've is great worked for really, <laughs> we've worked really hard. <laughs> great for us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great yeah. for us. <laughs> we, yeah. we, Thank we, you. we can't pronounce words correctly, <laughs> yeah. let alone, spell, let alone so. type and search. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I think I'm just know, glad the word fire isn't anywhere in your name. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, Big Big Marlin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but skycursor.com, and then okay. we have an Instagram and Twitter. Okay. We try to do the whole social media thing. So um, just search Skycursor, and we'll pop up. Fortunately, we're the only uh, goobers who thought that was a good name for something. So It's all good, man. <laughs> I, I would say you guys are, are you know, analogous to uh, the new heroes of the arcade. I mean, ah. yeah, I mean you, got, you, guys have, you guys have started with an idea and you're getting ready to sell willing it. I, willing I, I, it. I'll tell you what. When yeah. we can tell the, the story about, you know, this, the the success of, uh, you know, hopefully of what we do, I think it'll 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 help other people want to make more arcade games. Yeah. And until we have that story, I don't, you know, it's going to be hard to do. But I think okay. once we can tell the story, I think it's going to help a whole lot. We'll, you catch, know? Up, we'll catch up with you guys in a year. And I, I'm looking forward to having you back. Uh, thank really you very much for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been, no, no thank you. I, I've been listening to the podcast. Uh, I started really listening to Arcade Podcast oh, about sorry. two years we're ago. We're so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Wait a I'm getting in my pocket. I'm going to get him some money. Get him some cash. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's handed a 20, so I'm going to really. Yeah, milk it for what it is. I'm a fan of what you guys do. And actually, I'm very uh, honored to be part of this podcast. I think you guys do great work, and just thank you so much for having us on. Hey, yeah. likewise, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Peace out, guys. Good right, night. Guys. Take care. Right. Yeah, sounds definitely. good. Sounds good. All right, Winnie, I'm going to rotate in the next guest. It sounds good because at this point, guys, thank you all so much. It is really, really appreciated. Really appreciated. Yeah, no, so we're getting ready to have Adam and JP sit back down because at this point, we're getting ready to channel the ghost. And I've been looking forward to this for it, well, at least a day. How about that? So it's going to be awesome. We had people uh, hopping in the chat saying, I love me some of the ghost, man. I love me some of the ghost. Hey, I, 
I, JP, I think your mic's muted right now, so Brent ought to hit. He'll, he'll hit the switch just here in a second. I think it's three, two. There we go. Right. Ladies even, and gentlemen, I'm yes. back. Now, now, JP, now you figured out what we were talking about last night. Did go listen to that oh, bit. Oh, I'm very familiar with oh, that. You are. Uh, that okay, take, gotcha. That gotcha. Take. Oh, oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yes. I could play it on the show, but, you know, we are a family-friendly show. That's and true. a little yeah. questionable. It, it, tur- it turns out that way. Yes. Hey, did you know we had a smoothie delivery? You didn't make it in time. I know. We, yeah. I was supposed to be here for that. Oh. And, and I wasn't. Oh, man. Right. He asked so. what flavor we wanted and everything. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Like he the, asked the orange. I, I tell you, he's solid. The orange Julius <laughs> was yeah. mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris Cruz got yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Dang it. Yeah, he's he's hey. already wrapped himself all around it. I know we're not going to take a lot of time doing this, but yeah. I do have a question. Sure. Uh, that's your Pac-Man Plus, correct? It is, yes. Uh, that is nice, by the way. It's pretty, it, uh, it's pretty nice. You know is, what the indicator that it's mine is? Your name's on it. Bingo! <laughs> Pretty smart. Pretty bright. Uh, is there any logic behind that game whatsoever? Me and Adam were trying to figure out, like, like how do you yeah. know which ghosts are going to turn blue? And You've played it more than I have, honestly. Really, yeah. really? I recently acquired that game, and I've had it long enough to go through the monitor, do some repairs, wow. and I brought it up here, and people have been playing the you-know-what out of yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. I'm a huge Pac-Man fan. played a lot of Pac-Man mostly. And that one, I just can't, I can't figure it out. The logic behind it, like he said, it seems pretty random, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very random. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, in my, in my, from my perspective, I think it was just an answer to the repetitive nature of right. the originals and just yeah. another way to extend, you know, extend the, the, mer- the, the property further yeah. out. So. Let's see Billy conquer yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, call your friend Billy and ask him about that game. <laughs> the one he shies away from. He, he may wind up cursing that yeah. one. Yeah. You know? Very possible. Yeah, very, very possible. Uh, so, Adam, I guess you want to give a little background about yes, Adam's ghost yeah, here? Yeah, so oh, yeah. yeah. So, Adam, why don't you just take a couple of minutes okay. and just explain this to everybody yeah, for so, sure. that, so that we level set. Okay? Yeah, so on the Adam and JP show, I guess now podcast role for years right, now right. around the Halloween season, uh, like I said, we love the supernatural. We love horror movies. We love ghost stories. We just love the, the Halloween season. It's fun to yeah. us. And so for the past few years now, we've we've scoured the Internet and had people all across the country. Not really. We just checked the Internet. Yeah, uh, we find yeah. We find uh, great ghost stories. <laughs> We're all podcasters. We know how that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. good. I'm, I'm glad you know. Yeah. Uh, so we grab the best ghost stories on uh, certain certain locations each week. And so uh, since we're in Louisville, Kentucky, I thought we would do Louisville, Kentucky this week. Excellent. Excellent. Ghost stories this week as in contemporary ghost oh, stories? Oh, no, no. These like, are, some of these are pretty old. But okay, uh, each right. week we do a different location. So, so yeah. I'm kind yeah. of interested. I'm pretty sure I know if you Googled ghost stories in Louisville, Kentucky, what uh, you came up with. Yeah. So let's see what you got. Okay, okay. We, oh. we try that. So I've got different. I've got four total. Okay, uh, I have okay. uh, three, three Louisville stories and one Williamsburg. Do you guys know where William, oh, Williamsburg yeah, is? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just, yeah, we picked up a nippet there once. Really? <laughs> <laughs> How much very, did that cost close. you? <laughs> uh, well, it was just a bucket full of dead birds. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so in Williamsburg on mm. Route 92 East, if you guys may know where that is, I have no clue. I have maybe, no clue. But uh, Williamsburg, Route okay. 92 East. He says that, oh. There is rumored to be a black panther that roams the forest at night, and then it disappears. Dopey the locals of Williamsburg call it the mulberry black thing. <laughs> in Williamsburg, Route 92 East, that's what happens there. A small little appetizer for your Adam's ghosts in Williamsburg. The Black Thing. They have a a phantom Black Panther called the Black Thing. The Black Thing. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, only in Kentucky. That seems questionable. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we can come up with no better names. It's just the thing that's that's black. uh, The Black Thing. It's like, oh, I know what I'll call that. Yeah. The Black Thing. And it's like solid. solid. This may be a road or an area in Louisville, Kentucky. We're finally in Louisville called uh, Sleepy Hollow. Have you heard of the term? I know it's very generic for a horror story. It seems original. Yeah. 
So it's Sleepy Hollow off okay. of US 42. Does that okay. ring a bell? That's yes. over in Prospect. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sleepy Hollow off US 42 in Louisville. Prospect. That on town's got a lot of potential. Specifically yeah. on Brownsboro Road. <laughs> oh, because, really? On Brownsboro yeah. Road? Brownsboro Road. Okay. Oh, okay. You know right. this? Uh, yes, we know yeah. where this is. I okay. grew up there. Yeah. So in Louisville, mm-hmm. Brownsboro really Road. Not that far away from here. Reports of phantom cars, a three-legged dog, <laughs> and a deserted houseboat where lights have been seen on inside the boat. On a Brownsboro desert, Road. A yeah. deserted houseboat on Brownsboro Road. <laughs> right. Okay. That and a three-legged dog. Yeah. That sound, a three-legged dog? That's this sounds sp- like a, a car crash that's resulted in a place for a homeless man to camp. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, that's, that's what, really, a three-legged would, dog. We uh, saved the almost best for last. So these last two are a little bit longer. Okay, all right, uh, fair so enough. So in Louisville, Kentucky, once again, the Deaf Community Center. Is that still active, or is that an old building or an old uh, establishment? What the, is it called? The I, Deaf Community Center. I don't know, but there is. I'm sorry, what was that again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It took me twice to get that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so down on Frankfurt Avenue, uh-huh. there is the Kentucky School for the for the Blind and okay. the School for the Deaf. Okay. Now, I don't know if it may be a different wording for that. It, yeah. it could be a different wording, or maybe it's maybe it's an earlier iteration right, of that. Right. I don't know. Or maybe it's uh, a really cool community center. It's possible. It's possible. It's the possible. Deaf Community it's possible. Center. Uh, with, a, with no A. Yeah, I see what you're saying. There you yeah. go. Uh, little eighties hip hop, huh, you know, comedy there. Yeah, Good. do it again. Yeah, Formerly yeah. known as the Hampton House, so that rings any bells. No, so, okay. none whatsoever. In Louisville, Kentucky, the Deaf Community. Center, formerly known as the Hampton House. Uh, it was inhabited by the Hampton family in the 1800s. The house had many parties and balls there, and Miss Hampton herself Yeehaw. always burned a lamp in the second floor window when Mr. Hampton himself lamp. was not even home. And today the lamp, lamp out. the lamp still burns at night when no one is there waiting and watching for Mr. Hampton to come home. And also the elevator, which was installed after both of their deaths, goes up and down the three-story building Going and, up. <laughs> and opens at every floor. On its as, own? On its own. As Whoa. if someone it's looking for someone. The elevator itself is looking Ding. for the Hamptons. That is crazy. Uh, I, I, the I, spirit I, of Mrs. Hampton herself can be seen at times walking the halls of the old home. Whoa. I, I just call the elevator a technical problem. You think so? <laughs> as, yeah, as technicians, you guys are like, ah. Yeah, yeah it's fault. a technical Nobody love my droopy dog? <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you said that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Prom <laughs> night. Yeah, and we don't say it often. That much is for sure. Uh, last but maybe least, in Louisville, okay. Kentucky, a segment called Middletown and Woodland Hills. Hills? Oh, you guys know where Middletown. that is? Middletown. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I don't know where Woodland Hills is, yeah. but Middletown is very close to here. Uh, so while driving on one of those roads in Woodland Hills, Sometimes a lady in her late 90s with white hair and black eyes runs after your car and takes a picture. I'm going to get you! <laughs> with what, an iPhone? <laughs> yes. It seems so specific. <laughs> yes, it's very uh, specific. It is to be known that her husband died in a hit and run, and the lady runs out of nowhere and takes the pictures of the vehicle. <laughs> First of all, what? for the record, this is a continuing story, but I don't write oh, these. Okay, I just okay. read these. Okay, I Sometimes terrible grammar. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, the woman's basement somehow is filled with pictures on her walls of cars and of teenagers. Interesting. Who's uh, been in her basement? However, how, when you take a picture, <laughs> when you yeah. take a picture of her, it doesn't even develop. But if the film and the film negatives, you see only a white mark. Ooh. Now the lady goes by the name of the Watcher on Davidson, and to her neighbors, she died twenty years ago. That is Believe weird. It. Because here's the or thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've got a ghost, yeah. I, how does a ghost have a camera? That's a good question. And, and then how does a ghost produce ghost pictures <laughs> out of the ghost camera? Do they go to the, like the ghost Walgreens no, one-hour photo, no, yeah, or how does exactly. it work? It's like none of this makes any sense. I, you know what? I call shenanigans on the last oh, story. Oh, so yeah. all three you understand, but the third, yes. the fourth, the black Phantom Panther is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 The old yeah. lady with the 
my phone. She we can't don't ask. No, no, no. We don't ask those kind of questions on Adam's Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's just a tasting of what you guys have for Adam's Ghost. Shiver me timbers, kind of, kind of feel. The ghost lady with a camera is a bridge too far. Yeah, yeah. I'll take Phantom Panthers, but lady with an iPhone, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Ghost lady with a ghost iPhone, no way. I mean, how does she charge the ghost iPhone, dude? My question was for the story. They someone knows and has been inside of her basement and knows what she has there, but she was dead twenty years ago. Wendy just did a spit take. He did. That was close. Yeah, and you know what? You you nailed it, man. Yeah, you nailed it. That's all I'm saying. None of that story holds up. Nothing at all. So here's the most surprising thing of all. Yeah. Not one of those was what I was expecting. Really? Oh, so really? do you have? Uh, oh, do you have can well, you do Brent's ghost? Yeah, can you so, do yeah, Brent Parlay. <laughs> if I would have assumed that if you would have looked for ghost stories in Louisville, uh-huh. you would have got the uh, sanitarium <laughs> that's off Dixie Highway. Oh yes, really? I, I have oh, been there. Yes. Yeah, you're no, talking about a, uh, Waverly Hills. Waverly Hills. Is it yes. still active, or is it like an old rundown asylum? It's an old rundown kind of? asylum. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah okay. and it was it was uh, for uh, treat, uh, treatment of patients with tuberculosis way back in the day. Oh, that's I read that same story. I'm like, I'll pass. So funny, I read that. I read an old metal slide, and they had the, the bodies going. I read yes. the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, someone you know or kind of know may have actually been in that slide in yeah. that area, but when, I, I, I've heard stories. Yeah, there's something funny about TB, guys. I told you the story, but it was called the TB and Mental Hospital. It was, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it was yeah. a TB hospital, as Whitney mentioned, and then yeah. it had transitioned to the mental hospital. and It had a few roles over the years. And wow. now it's the Ramada Plaza. Yes. <laughs> Where the Arcade Expo And Triple Zell. Crown <laughs> Convention yes. Center. Yeah. So right. you know, everybody claimed yeah. that that was a body slide. Yeah, but that's what the story said. That's what, what the story said. Uh-huh. And it yeah. may have just honestly been an easy way to move material in and out Possible. of the hospital. But it was literally like a covered tunnel that went up the hillside to the mm-hmm. hospital. Wow. Yeah, that is really f- I almost read Going that exact same story. I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's an interesting place to visit. I, yeah. I mean, you can take a tour, and it's um, it's it's something. It's and it's, worth, how it's long has it been inactive? It's quite a, oh, for quite a while. Oh, it's I been. Don't, a, I don't know. Ever since I can remember. I, really. Here's the story I'll tell you on the show that. Uh, I don't think I've ever told you, Whitney. When I was a preteen, I rode, I had motorcycles, dirt bikes, and our neighborhood touched the edge of the woods that also surrounded Waverly Hills. And at one point in time, we were doing a, a trail ride, and we'd stop to take a little break, and we realized that this area we passed a million times was actually just an overgrown trail, and we could really kind of see where at one point in time it was cut out. So we started down this trail and we made our way to the end of it and there was it opened out and there was a berm and we go over the berm and we're at the Waverly Hospital. Yeah. And it's very eerie. So we were riding, we're just kind of just first gear, just kind of cruising around the hospital. And it was like all the foundation was just crumbled. You yeah. could see right into the building. You could see the superstructure. The doctor's names were still on the parking spaces. It was just like somebody up and left it. Wow. And the, the funny thing all these years later is there was always a story of a caretaker and, you know, people would go up there at night and they would try to avoid the care. It was, like, it was very scooby Doo. Yeah. Very yeah. scooby Doo. So there's always stories of that and dogs. So we hear dogs <laughs> and we take off, a buddy of mine, and we're just gone. Just it turns out the biggest dog was probably about the size of a small collie. Could have been a phantom black panther. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Could have very yeah. well exactly. been. Yeah. 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 It could have yeah. been the black thing. You know, or it could have been the nine-year-old iPhone ringer. Yeah, yeah. stories. Yeah. Their stories were much more interesting than mine. <laughs> we much try. More. We try. That's how we do Adam's ghost. Yeah, that's that's what it is in the nutshell. Yeah, it's an awesome yeah. segment, man. Thank you, love, thank you. love it. Love it. I thank appreciate you. the time you put into it, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I walked in deep research. It's excellent. I mean, I walk away educated. It took him all of ten minutes to find the business office so he could print that. Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> no, I brought it on the MacBook, and I felt like I was coming into enemy territory. I would see a lot of Microsoft things. I was worried oh, to bring good. a MacBook out. It's all no, good. No, no, no. It's all good, man. I mean, Microsoft produces a lot of software for that, the Mac. That's so. very true. Yeah, very yeah, true. It's all good. Agreed. It's all good. I guess, I'm sure you've talked about it quite a bit. Are you guys having a good time this year? So far, so awesome. good. Very yes. cool. Yeah, we haven't got to play anything, though. I mean, like, Tomorrow, isn't Sunday kind of a slower day for your recording? It, it, well, we, we won't record. Well, I, I take that back. What we'll do on Sunday is uh-huh. we'll record the intros for these shows and then break everything down, and then we'll have a couple of hours to go play. So it, it'll work itself Very out. Very cool. Yeah. I recommend Pac-Man Plus. Yes. <laughs> Please Excellent. tell me the logic behind it. I would, yeah. I would recommend that. Yeah, we, we'll, uh, we'll noodle on that and yeah. uh, get thoroughly confused and then forget you ever asked. <laughs> So how about so, that? So I, I've got yeah. something I want to throw out. Yeah. yeah, I know your show is is a lot. Is it fair to say a lot of pop culture? Yeah, totally. a lot of, okay. No, that is so unfair. <laughs> so unfair. Okay. It is a political thriller. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have to mute. I'm gonna have to mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know we're an arcade and pinball podcast, but the guests are here, Whitney. So we're gonna put away the paper plates and get out the fine china, oh. and we're gonna cater to the guests. Yes. And I have ah. a pop culture question for ah. you all. Uh, okay. okay. Like and I'm gonna go first because you all have had no time to prepare for this, <laughs> mainly because I've been running like a madman. I haven't been able to find you to warn you. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah. So who doesn't like 80s and 90s television? The campier, the better. Right. Okay? Correct, correct. It occurred to me earlier in the day that I always thought it was really cool when there was a crossover. And this kind of even goes back to one of your old recent shows where you talked about the $6 million man and the $6 million the woman. Right, yeah. The bionic woman. Yeah, yeah. And they were on different networks, mm-hmm. but they were from the same production company, and Oscar was on both. Yes. Okay? And Dr. Rudy Wills. And Dr. Rudy Wills. <laughs> I remember his name yeah. now. So it was always so cool whenever you had this crossover, and it was always hyped, and everybody watched it and it might have been for 13 seconds but it happened all Mm -hmm. right so if you all wanted to have a crossover between your favorite shows of the 80s and 90s what would it be oh wow okay Whitney knows how my brain works not very well (laughs) and this is what I came up with okay you got to remember my viewing was very eclectic even at a young age how cool would it be for Knight Rider and Matlock to have a crossover where Knight Rider shows up in Atlanta. I believe that's where Uh where Ben Matlock was at. And Ben and Michael go after some international jewel thieves in in an hour-long blockbuster special with Kit (laughs) zipping across the the city of Atlanta. Yeah. I would love to hear the banter between Kit and Matlock, personally. (laughs) And probably Matlock. He hit the ejection seat. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> Who doesn't love Ben Matlock? Right. That's true. He's all a good right. dude. It's a good He's one. A good dude. All That's right, so give one. me some ideas. Oh, what wow. would you all like to see as a cross? Now they're staring at each other across uh, the table. Yeah, yeah. How thinking. can you top Ben Matlock? Can we use animated shows at all? Go for is it. Is animated in there? Yeah, well, I mean, why I not? mean, are you going to go full Roger Rabbit and go like animate animation and no, live I'll, action? I'll make it simpleish. I'll stick with all animation. Okay, all right, uh, all right. I've always thought as a small kid, I thought it'd be cool if the Transformers. Instead of uh, landing on that certain part of Earth, or at least that universe, if they landed in the GI Joe universe, oh, so think that's of all good. every single one of the GI Joe vehicles we know as kids and the toys and the figures, if the Transformers transformed into those and had their own personalities. That's as a kid, I would love that idea. Wasn't Cobra Commander on an episode of Transformers? He was on there, but it wasn't. Yeah. So it wasn't the same like universe. Oh, we wouldn't okay. have like the USS oh, Flag yeah, as an actual Transformer transfer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when well, they came to Earth, the first thing they saw were the vehicles, and they kind of adapted to that. So imagine if they adapted to the GI Joe vehicles. That's, yeah. As well, a kid, I've always liked cool. that idea. Yeah, that'd be kind of a hard sell because we, as we all know, in GI Joe, uh-huh. if you were a piece of equipment, you were shot out of the sky <laughs> or you were blown <laughs> up. Now everybody walked away or parachuted out. Right. But if you were equipment, you were done. All right. Yeah. Right. So, but okay. I like it. I like it. I'll, I'll do a secondary. How about that? Okay. I'll give you more time to think. 
Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Cheers. I love Cheers. But imagine if uh, in Cheers, instead of the people, the Postman and Norm and all the classic normals they had there, what if the Golden Girls were everyday regulars at, oh. at Cheers? Think about it. It'd be pretty good. <laughs> think about Blanche picking up hey, dates at the I've bar never, and things. Never think even about considered this. Considered that. Were you That's a Golden brilliant. Girls fan? I'm a big Golden Girls fan. I'm oh. so, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> wow. so would you, it be Blanche and, and Norm? No, I, Norm no. was married. Yes, I think in that scenario, the, the actual regulars wouldn't. I think everyone behind the bar, like Sam, is still there. Yeah. Uh, but the the bar attendees or the people at the bar aren't there. But the Golden Girls are getting drinks ah, being served go. by if Sam and if, Woody Harrelson. I, yeah, I, I also watch <laughs> Golden awesome. Girls. Yeah. I still watch Golden it's Girls. Fantastic, isn't it? I have Ser- me and you, buddy. That's yeah. fine. Let's I'm do on it. this. Yeah. You all watch the Golden we'll, Girls. We'll talk really? about the Golden Girls while playing the Vetrix. I'm down for that. Steamy B. Arthur. But uh, think about Blanche picking Whit- up men Whitney's, at the, at the well, Whitney's bar. playing it off. You've watched the Golden Girls. Oh, I've watched yeah. them. <laughs> and I use that yeah. in past tense. <laughs> but did you yeah. watch the Golden Girls oh, like no. these two apparently did? You consume did. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I would uh, I would pretty much just uh, flip the channels as they go. Yeah. And it'd land on the Golden Girls, and I'd be like, nah. Nah, we don't. Keep on going. Yeah, keep on going. Let's see. I'm going to go with... Murder, She Wrote, and Fall Guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Oh, now, that's that a was... channel flipper. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of flipping channels, there's my button press right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. Angela Lansbury yeah. in that truck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yep. she's dealing with bed knobs or, or, no. or broomsticks. Or, or I don't she, deal with her. Or is Angela Lansbury in the tub during the intro of the show? <laughs> oh, see, now you're talking. Oh, 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 man. Oh, my oh, my now you're talking. Yes. Talking Some something. blue-haired dreams right there. <laughs> uh, that would be a fun one. But uh, actually, I think, um, what if you did, like, a Knight Rider, like you said, and did a crossover with Airwolf? Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I watched Airwolf. Airwolf. Yeah, so you oh, had the helicopter and the car. Yeah. Both that basically cool. the same premise. They were super computer vehicles. Poor Jan Michael Vincent. He didn't fare well. And no. I mean, no, he did. Any show with Ernest Borgnine in the co-pilot seat—that's a toss-up if it's going to be successful or a failure. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. Well, the, uh, it worked for Delta Force. Was it? No, was was Delta it? Force a TV show or? No, 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 it was a Chuck Norris movie, movie, right? Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, all right. Yeah. 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 I thought he was Ernest. Wasn't Ernest Borgnine at the uh, beginning of Delta Force? It's been a long time since mm-hmm. I've seen that. No. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not him. It's a different actor. Long time. It's a different actor. You make me think of an old George Carlin bit where if something. You may have heard this when I say it. If he he had this thing on, if something was missing, in the, this, this this evolution of ideas you go through trying to find it, and at some point in time you accuse someone of stealing it, and then his example was his risque pictures of Ernest Borgnine. When did you? Yeah, the ideas that involve the Golden Girls. So it definitely does. He's more of a designing woman kind of guy. (laughs) One thing I'll say before I before I throw mine out on the table is I am a huge fan of Ernest Borgnine Uh because he did his in my mind he did his best work as Mermaid Man on SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, That's true. That's true. Yes, I I mean I'm telling you, absolutely brilliant. Him and Tim Conway, Uh just uh, Tim Conway and Ernest Borgnine was on SpongeBob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Mermaid Man and Barnacle Barnacle Boy, Boy, and they they were on for easily five seasons. If not six. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have oh, to go back wonderful. and watch. Oh, it's absolutely I've never watched, wonderful. I've caught a couple episodes of SpongeBob, but not. Those are the best episodes by far. Oh, yeah. They are the best episodes yeah. by far, but uh, my lovely wife sitting behind me, she'll attest. 
I'm a huge SpongeBob fan, yeah. and I never get tired of SpongeBob. <laughs> never, never. Uh-huh. But as far as a mashup, well, I see the tattoo. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's we, a good, uh, good back piece. I, I need to, I need to hike, hike the jeans <laughs> the down color. a little bit. Sorry, the yellows need some touch up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a, that was <laughs> a weird <laughs> spot to put it, but hey, yeah, yeah, I'm not well, judging. It's fine. You know, it was cheap. You know, <laughs> you know, I was, I was in a hurry, man. I asked him to do it while I was walking. Yeah. Okay, so and he said, "This is all I got to give." Yeah. You know? As far as far as my mashup, I in Night Rider's been mentioned and it's part of it, but I always wanted Knight Rider and the Dukes of Hazard to team up mm-hmm. and for like Michael Knight to go under deep cover in the South. I mean, to where <laughs> it was so it was such a bad situation that he had to go indigenous to get himself back out, you know? <laughs> and and the only people that he could depend upon was Bo and Luke Dick. Yeah. Oh, oh, there was, we go. It would be, it would be there we go. wonderful. Wonderful. I like and that. I'm not yeah. talking no Dukes And you can have the General go. Lee versus Kit. We can yeah. finally find out. Well, it would be even better if Kit was painted like the General Lee, you see? Oh. And that's what I really wanted to happen yeah. all up. And I'm not talking Dukes of Hazzard go to, like, Hollywood. That's... That's abomination mm-hmm. stories right there. He comes here. It, it, it got to be here. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's like Kit and Michael get like clubbed yeah. over the head, drugged down the highway, thrown down a hill, and then they're they're somewhere in rural Alabama and they got no way out. Wow. And no then somehow the, Think general, of the comedy. And somehow the Kit ends up painted with yes. orange spray paint yes. and yes. the old one on the yeah. door. Yeah, and he still loses to the General Lee because if he wins, it's not right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. Like Nobody that. beats the General the, Lee. Nobody. Uh, Nobody. The Nobody. only car to ever sideswipe and damage Kit was the General Lee. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> and right. And car. Oh, yeah. and car. Oh, yeah. oh, and car. Goliath. I did forget about I car. Forgot about, I forgot about Goliath, you all too. are a pop culture like encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. Well, after Car and Goliath, there was the Jaggernaut. 30, 30 I minutes. I don't even remember the Jaggernaut. What was the Jaggernaut? 30 but minutes into the show, I have to look at our own Facebook page to remember Whitney's name. That's <laughs> I pretty can't, funny. I can't figure this out. The sponge is full. And yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> was, what was full. Jaggernaut? Was that in yeah, the final I don't season? Even Jaggernaut that. was the final season because they went in and when tra- cause Transformers were all the rage, right. they redid Kit to where he transformed more. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. And of course, they have to destroy him to rebuild him. And that season, it was the Jaggernaut. It was just a big tank Hold with on, a Jaggernaut let me, on it. Let me, oh, let me change. I'm sure you can look at this. While you're looking that up, I'll... Well, I'll, I, was we'll lo- I was looking up a place to get a tattoo of Betty White. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. All right. I'll, I'll use that tab and look it up. I, <laughs> hey, Brent, I'll, I'll send you down 3rd Street because they, okay. they do a wonderful Patrick tattoo. It's that's okay. awesome. That's where we got a SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> is there a Black Panther? It's, a, it's a thing. There? It's just a thing. Oh, well, okay. It's Sex Panther, but that's okay. I always thought Carr was actually more interesting than Kit. Oh, yeah? yeah? If you oh. want to know the truth. Well, the night automated it, roving robot? Yeah, because Carr was damaged goods. Yeah. He was so mad. And he, he was prototyped. He was prototyped, and he knew it. He was castaway. He, he was a castaway. He was a throwaway, and he was mad because of that. But I actually thought the sheer fact that he survived with, like, none of the paraphernalia or the maintenance. Or that Bonnie. Kit, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, that Kit would have. I mean, let's, let's face it. Kit got beat up. But he always got an extra life. Always got yeah. an extra life. Carr had never had extra life, and he was just mad. Yeah. 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 I Googled yeah. Uh, Knight Rider Juggernaut. It brought up the images of Fonzie jumping the shark. Oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, that makes sense. here's the last season. That makes sense. You know? yeah. Man, such a such – a, uh, that's so sad. Hey, speaking of which, did you guys ever watch Knight Rider when it was remade with the Mustang? I did. I, I did. Yeah. Really? Was, yeah. was that good? I never watched no, no, that. I was a fan. No, it was it, not. It was no. not good. One word was comes to a, mind. Okay. Blasphemous. Uh-huh. Really? Was that a one-season yeah. run? Yeah. It was one-season yeah, run. 
well, yeah. the best part about it was Will Arnett was the voice of Kit, which was kind of oh, cool. Oh, that, really? that, that is cool. Forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. I brought Mr. Feeney back. He's, he's good. <laughs> was that the same made-for-TV movie where they no. had him in You're thinking a of Knight Rider 2000, and no. Kit was in a box. In, in a 57 that, Chevy? Yeah, or in a 57 Chevy, okay. yeah. yeah. That I was Knight Rider 2000. I never saw that. Where they were in Seattle, and all guns had been outlawed. Which would be present day. Yeah, yeah. Place for that. Kit yeah. is a Pontiac. Kit is a Firebird. Yeah. Period. Anything else? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Blasphemous. I never watched it, so I was just always interested in it. Yeah. So, I mean, some remakes actually exceed the original. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, yeah. But I just, I wonder why Knight Rider just never made it, you know, as the reboot. Yeah, they tried. It, it, it wasn't very good. It, well, wasn't, it wasn't taken seriously enough. Well, I mean, they tried to take it seriously, but it just ended up being goofy. And they yeah. tried to make it sexy, which yeah. didn't you, work. No, no, no. There was a lot, yeah. of, lot of women and stuff in uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Supersonic uh, Bruce says Lego Batman and the new crappy kit. Oh, you right. need to monitor in the, the chat with me. Oh, I need to monitor the chat. What was that? Hey, I don't Brian, know. I'm going to hop in the chat, dude. My bad. Here, uh, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, it says Lego, uh, Batman, Lego and Batman and the new and new crappy kit. You have to figure uh, that out. That's Will Arnett. So Will Arnett's the voice of uh, Lego Batman. Right, 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 and he's right, the voice. Oh, he was the right. voice so of I, Kit. So on I the bet Brian yeah. has seen the Lego Batman movie, right. which yeah. none of us, I think. Have you guys seen it? No, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I'm have? Not. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's okay. really good. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's better than Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, it's not tough to do. Yeah. Uh, it seems like recently I saw a list of like the ten worst movies of the last decade, and that was on there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see it. I just was like, it's eh. pretty bad. It's, it's a quick uh, pop me- culture rundown. Can I ask all of your favorite movies, you guys? Just favorite movies in general. I know it's a tough, tough question. Okay, uh, all right. but yeah. if you had to name a favorite movie or movie series, no, have, I'll take that. Can I give a movie I series? A, I, right off the bat, I don't even have to think. My yeah. favorite movie is The Blues Brothers. Nice. Okay. Oh, I've always that's loved really The Blues good. Brothers. That's a good one. Yeah. So were you there yeah. at day one for whenever 2000 yes. came out and you were yes, angry about? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, yes. Yeah. I went to see I was, Blues Brothers 2000 opening night. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I, was, I was there I'm as well. Sorry, sad, I did, have, I'm sorry, Adam. I have a new man crush. Oh, <laughs> I, I was there as well. I was there too. Oh. But, but the <laughs> like this. I'm torn with me. <laughs> the soundtrack isn't that bad. No, the soundtrack's no, fantastic. Awesome. To the second John one. Popper saved it. Yeah. He did. I still <laughs> listen to the soundtrack. He did. Well, really? At least John Popper did something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except play a flute, you know? And attend the buffet. You mean like Picard? That's me. He had gastric bypass. He did play a Picard flute, you know? Hey man, wait, Picard wait, would do wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Picard yeah, would do that. Yeah. He's played the flute while he's uh, sliding he just made fun down of the Picard. Jay, JP's like, let's back this he down. He made yeah. fun of Picard. Now yeah. it's Did over. I just hear he played the Picard flute? <laughs> <laughs> he played a flute like Picard. Yeah. Oh, this okay. Is a that's, totally show. that's kind of a compliment. I think Jonathan Franks played the Picard flute personally. Uh, <laughs> now, now, Brian in chat said uh, that his favorite movie is Jaws. He says okay. it's his all time favorite. Jaws is fantastic. Right. Yes. Uh, I wonder if he's yeah. a fan of the sequels. Because, I mean, when I see a movie, I've got to incorporate the whole series. Like, I got to say, Star Wars, but like Star Wars is the series, you know. Yeah. Even though the prequels are eh, yeah. a little muddy, a little murky waters. But I wonder how most Jaws fans feel of the sequels. They don't like those, do yeah. they? That's a disgrace of a public service announcement. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian says go, Brian. Easy Boys talking trash about Picard. Oh, <laughs> see, yeah. yeah, I love Picard. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And you know what? And I'll credit I'll credit my wife Jackie sitting behind behind us here for my love of Picard because we sat down and rewatched all of TNG. Oh yeah. The, the remastered versions of TNG that like, uh, even the first three seasons. It, we, yeah. we watched every we yeah. watched every Ooh. single episode. Our daughter sit and watched them with us. That's when Riker and looked like he was like 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah but th- these are the Blu-ray remasters yeah. where CBS Media nice. redid them all. They're so beautiful. 
we watched them downstairs, and I, I mean, I pretty well flipped on my favorite captain after Re- watching really? that. Really? Yeah. Really? I, Who yeah. was before that? Was it? It was, it was Kerr. Yeah. yeah. But but see, the thing is, is I, I mean, I'm just I'm just a split hair between either one of them, mm-hmm. but. Ultimately, I, I like Spock the best of, of any of the characters. Right. Spock is my favorite. See, I go, just I go Kirk, yeah. Cisco, Janeway. Uh-huh. Uh, who was it from Cisco, Enterprise? really? So, so you're are D- you serious? Are you, yeah, so you're a DS9 <laughs> you fan? Really? Oh, yeah, I like DS9. Oh, oh yeah. DS9 is awesome. Oh, yeah. Re- it is a great show. In all seriousness. Man, I couldn't I really hang with it. I couldn't hang with it. Was, it. was it something where it just got better after, like, season yeah, two or yeah. season uh, three? I would say so. Yeah, once, once, once you got into the show and you understood what they were doing and how it was different because they were kind of fixed in that space. And they, yeah. they did introduce the starship that was based on the station. Yeah. Which, yeah. So then they could go out and they do go, it. Okay, well, okay. Yeah. well, that helps because that's like being tied to a garden ste- a garden stake with a hose. You know what I'm saying? So right. they, they have to do something. Yeah. 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 Now, we're watching Voyager right now. And I'll say that Voyager is way better than I thought it was going to be. I love Voyager. Oh, Voyager. Just Voyager? last year I watched no, all of it. No, no, oh, no. We're, wa- we're watching Voyager right now. We're we're ha- we're almost two thirds of the way through season two. Nice. And we one every night we watch one episode, and we're just working our way through it. And Voyager's good. Yeah, I, it's way just better. Last I year I've been. I caught fantastic. a couple on the BBC America the other day, yeah. and I, I was just remembering how much I liked the show because yeah. I watched. I'd run home and so I could try to watch it live because if I missed it. I had to wait for it to tape. It wasn't like a DVR today, and then you had to start at the beginning. Right. So yeah. I watched it back in the day. You yeah, said Blues cool. Brothers. What did you say your favorite was? I, I didn't say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't say. But uh, but my favorite is one uh, that Jackie and I like. We'll sit down and watch any time, over and over, know it by heart. It's Apollo 13. Oh, nice. Oh, that's and, good. And, yeah. and I'll yeah. tell you, that movie still gets me in the feels at certain spots of the movie. And as much as I love Tom Hanks... I love Ed Harris equally as much in that movie. Yeah. And I just feel that the entire the, the, the way that they did they used special effects to tell the story and it did not capitalize the movie and it was wonderful and Bill Paxton did such a oh, good yeah. job and it got God rest his soul. Yeah. And uh, it's just it, it is a just a perennial favorite of mine and always will be. Not too long after that was out I'd heard some interviews with yeah. the the surviving astronaut. The names are leaving me right now cuz I I'm thinking of the actors I think History Channel was recently running it a couple times, and it sucked me back yeah. in. Jim yeah. something. Tom Hanks' character was Jim. Uh, so Jim Lovell. Yeah, yeah. There we go. yeah, yeah. Jim yeah. Lovell. And yeah. I think it was an interview with Jim Lovell, and he was talking about a conversation with another one of the astronauts from 13, and he said, I don't remember seeing that footage. and it Because, you know, they have participated in a lot of training and seen all the footage that Nash has captured. and. He didn't realize that it was a special effect, which was yeah. just light years ahead of its time. Right. Yep. That movie was what the mid late nineties. Yeah, ninety yeah. six ish thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Probably sit here. Let's sit here. I'm it gonna look still it holds up. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. It holds up so well, yeah. and and the fact is, is you learn something while you watch that movie. Mm. And it, it's not mindless entertainment. It's not there just to pass two hours. You feel like you walk away with with more knowledge about uh, a bit of history, the space program, and just really how brave these guys were, and just how close to death they came. Ninety five. Ninety five. Thank you. And then all the good work that they did on the ground to bring them home. I thought I, I just find it so interesting that they lay, they cleared that table. Ed Harris walks and walks his group of engineers in. They clear the table. 
He dumps the cardboard box over and says, this is everything that they have up there. Use this to get them home. You know, make a, make a filter out of everything you see here. Duct tape, vacuum cleaner hose, just all kinds of crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it, it just never gets old. Watch it over you know, and over again. The only well, thing I didn't like about it was when they killed Bruce Willis off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would be a different movie. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're well. I know. You love the Aerosmith songs in the Call of Duty soundtrack. Yeah, I saw that at the drive-in, yeah. and I think it was a double feature with fried green tomatoes. I could, I'd have to go back and look at the timing to see if those were together, but that oh. sounds familiar. I don't know anyone that's seen a double feature at a drive-in movie. They like both movies. Has it ever happened? I did. I it's always Kill one Bill good one. Volume one and volume two. Really? Yeah. Wow. 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 They brought it back in theaters. Really? Wow. Yeah. What Kill Bill? Okay. Did you say? Yeah, Kill Bill volume one and two, and a drive-in double feature. Whoa, dude. That was uh, that, that's that's a load to take in, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, that's I, mean, a lot. I mean, that's one of those yeah. things where you have to when when it's done, you get out of your car, walk around, and you say, "I really need to process yeah. what I've just seen," and it takes yeah. like thirty-five minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Back yeah. in 95, Louisville really missed the boat with Apollo 13 because that was just a huge thing. The space program and people were kind of energized about what happened and what was going on. And I remember going out to what was NASA's website in 95, and they actually had a pretty decent website, and they had just hundreds and hundreds of pictures up uh, from the moon, things that you that I'd never seen. I mean, I used it as my background screensaver for a long time. And they had, and this is how early this was, they had a link to the location of all the known capsules from all three programs, Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo. And it was, you clicked it, it was a text document. And the Apollo 13 capsule at the release of that movie was loaned to a museum in downtown Louisville. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And they never advertised it. Never. I mean, they could have just, I mean, it was just a huge opportunity missed. And it was kind of surprising, but kind of not. You know, it kind of is what it is. But not too long after, I go, I go down, and there it is. I can see the capsule. Oh, so that is really awesome. neat. That's really wow. cool. Well, gentlemen. Uh, Before we we go, there is one more thing I want to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to leave you with, uh, I've been sitting here thinking about it. Talking about your crossovers. All right. This is the ultimate. Think about it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Dirty. Oh, wait. I'm closing my eyes. I'm closing my eyes. Dirty, scummy, Eastern drug lord Mm -hmm. named Balky. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Follow. Follow. Hang with me. Balky. Has to escape Europe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go underground. Uh Uh-huh. Has a cousin that he moves in with in San Francisco. Yes. But you know who they can't get away from? Who's that? Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice. Oh, wow. There you go. Oh, yes. Oh, the, there perfect, you go. the perfect danger. Yeah. Uh-huh. The perfect danger. Yeah. You know what I call that show? Balky on a boat. That's what I call that. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's oh, guys, great. thank you all for sitting Thank you so much in. for having it's, us. It's right. always so I'm much sorry fun. you missed the smoothies. Uh, it's all good. It's okay. We, yeah. we, what do you cover you? Like, yeah. We were, we were going we to do it for the joke, but truthfully, we don't drink smoothies. So it's <laughs> that's true. I'm like, it's orange? Too, just too much sugar. <laughs> yeah. well, I, that's yeah. what I said. I said, you know, I, I'm halfway into a power bar. I've had a big cup of coffee, and yeah. I'm going to sip on this smoothie. In about 20 minutes, you're going to have to get me out of the rack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Got awesome. jerking down by the by the shoelaces, man. That's how it goes. <laughs> but thank you guys. Thank you once yeah. again. No, I guess we'll thank, see you in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll oh, see yeah. you all sooner. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Grand Old Gamer Expo. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. You know something? We were talking in the hall. Real quick, Brent, I want yeah. to say this and give a plug for, for David Corgan, what he's doing down at the Grand Old Game Room Expo. Because we it was his first year mm-hmm. last November, and attendance was light. But I feel that 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 show set a good stage and a good um, rhythm for what is to come. Right. All right. And I, I loved it because we actually got to play games. Yeah, weird. Yeah. And we can, yeah, weird, dude. It's like you go to these expos, 
people ask me, it's like, oh, they must be so much fun to go to these expos because you guys get to play all these games. It's like, no, uh, no, no, <laughs> never play a thing. Not so because much. Because we're always busy. But there, we got to play games, and the layout was good. The hotel kicked butt. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. I did. I loved it. I had such a good time there. Great show for yeah. sure. Well, gentlemen, I would like to ask you a favor. Speaking of David, yeah. I had asked him to come over to the booth. Is he going to? Well, we're going to go get he, him. We can snag was, him. Yeah. He snag was around him. for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. We're playing, playing Pac-Man yeah. Plus. Yeah. If you don't mind, please walk yeah. over and ask him to come we'll on do over. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do a man his table while he comes over here. Yeah, yeah. no, that would oh, be awesome. great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, gentlemen. All right, thank you very much. guys. I'm going to rotate in a new guest. Okay, all right. We've got a new guest rolling in. So here, I want to check out the chat here. Okay, so Brian, <laughs> there's a great podcast called Star Trek: The Next Conversation. I'm gonna have to look at that and see if that's any good. So, so Sean, you're saying that you're in the final season of rewatching TNG now. You know something? I will say this about TNG: is it ended better than I thought that it would. And when we watched through it, and you know, as a family for the very first time, I had always seen. The, I would catch the final episode on like BBC America and things like that from time to time, but I didn't really have the context of what that what that episode actually meant with Q and everything like that. And then to watch it again Are after you having about- gone through the entire canon. The final episode was good. Oh, you're talking about yeah, the final of t- episode. Of TNG. Because yeah, it was good. Didn't the pilot episode also have Q in it? It did. Okay. And, and if you think about it, the the pilot episode and the final episode butted together really well oh, and then what okay. it did is it just strang everything together and it just made you realize how Q had been testing Picard the entire time the entire time and it was it was brilliant it was good and the rest of the crew they, they just did a great job you know with the with what we've kind of learned and how we've kind of diverted from our normal topic with Adam and JP Whitney it makes yeah. me think that along with the Broken Token Classic Arcade and Pinball podcast and our movie cast, we should also start a third podcast about <laughs> pop culture. Yeah. Or maybe Star Trek. Yeah. I, I just, Brent, I ain't got no time for that, brother. I mean, <laughs> I I'm know, sorry. <laughs> so let, let's introduce our... I'd love our, to talk about it, though. Let's introduce our, our next guest. Next guest. Hey, Chris, what's going on, sir? Oh, just playing. You got to get into the yeah, mic, yeah, Chris. Yeah, oh. Mike. In, in, yeah. in the mic. Yeah, you got to get, gotta in, get the in the mic. In the mic. Yeah. Okay. Dude, you were wearing the Duck Hunt out. Yeah, about 31 rounds. Uh, 31 rounds? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you I just ran 31 it. rounds on that. Really? Yeah, I glitched it. Now, we haven't mentioned what we've actually got on the front side of the booth. Yeah. Uh, we brought in an NES, and I've got this small portable, well, it's for the time, it's a portable television. It's a 1978 JCPenney portable TV, little black and white. What would you say, Chris? Is that about a five inch diagonal screen on there? About that, yeah. yeah about five. And we're playing. I've got it set up for Duck Hunt, and then I've got the sound from the TV piped through the PA here at the show, so that as you come up to the booth and shoot the ducks, you're doing it on this little itty bitty screen where we're not broadcasting, and actually everyone can hear us. They're listening to Duck Hunt, I guess surround sound for lack of a better term. So, <laughs> well, it's it's mono sound uh, yeah, going yeah, left and right. Yeah. Chris, I absolutely butcher your last name. Every time I attempt to no, say it, it Brent so. looks over at me, and I have to pronounce it properly. It, it, and it, Brent's it's, like, "I'll remember that next time," and then no, he never does. It's gotten to the point where yeah. that's that has to be how it happens. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to ask you, and it's not like your name is difficult. It's it's Chris. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah. I think. No, no, you're good. You're good. Now yeah. this is when you say no. It's spelled Chris, but it's pronounced Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my first name's Abraham, but, <laughs> but nobody, no, nobody's it, keeping track. You know? It's Daryl. Yeah, it's Daryl. Daryl. There you go. 
So it's Chris, Misky. Misky. Bingo. I always, got it. I always put an extra N in there, like Meninsky for some reason. It's it's so simple. Uh, no, that Misky. would actually be a NASCAR. That would actually be a NASCAR sponsor, I think, Brent. So, oh, would it? Oh, we're yeah, not starting cl- the NASCAR close, close podcast. To so yeah, definitely don't want a NASCAR podcast. So Chris, tell everybody what you've got at the show this year. Well, I brought DDR Street Fighter. And you had this up on the on the main. You're gonna have to explain this, Chris, because I just heard two words that do not normally go together at all. Now you notice, I, okay, I know what it is, but I still had to I still had to rethink through it all over again. Sorry, sorry, Brent, go ahead. No, I was just yeah. Go ahead, you explain. Sure. Yeah, then. yeah. No, it's uh. So what I did was I took a Street Fighter cabinet and then I built a custom set of controls that are like a DDR setup. So it's all floor controls, and I just expanded it to the point where it takes two people to operate one player. Okay. Gotcha. So it created a uh, the need for teamwork to be able to fight somebody else. Okay. Now, that's interesting. So, like, doing special moves and things like that, I mean, that's got to be, <laughs> that's got to be a joy to watch people do that. I mean, how do they communicate to do anything advanced with it? I mean, do they, do they know? Or do they just kind of fumble and fight against each other or what? I mean, how does that work out? Well, it starts out that nobody knows how to use it at all. Exactly. Yes. And I bet it's funny as all get out, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I I would too. It would be great. Once you actually understand the mechanics and if you have any knowledge about how Street Fighter works, it takes you very little time to start coordinating to actually pull off moves. So... We need to get video of this, Brent. We really oh, do. Oh, it's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Because it would be people smacking into each other, bouncing off of each other, stepping on each other's feet, just all kinds of crazy so stuff. So I had to lean out for a second. Yeah. Did did you all talk about the layout? Is the layout of the, the DDR type pad or play field, is it like the buttons and everything from a, an upright? Or did you adjust a little bit so that it was easier to play dancing on it with your feet? It's still the exact same layout. Oh, <laughs> so it, you've got to do some hop, skipping, and some jumping to hit all the buttons. Not if you have two players. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, and that's what I was asking him about. Oh, How okay. did two players play it? Because it's—is it like Wonder Twin powers activate, or is it like Rocky and Bullwinkle, or is it like Apollo and, and Rocky, or how does it work itself oh, so, out? So can can you actually have two active players fighting one another? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so. But when you say if you've got two players, you mean two people controlling one player. Correct. Oh, yes. so you can have up to four people going at this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, black eyes and busted knees would ensue. So so how, how, have people re- how have people responded to this, Chris? Intimidated. Okay, I can it's, imagine. Yes, I uh, can imagine. It's uh, It takes a lot of coaxing to get people to come over. I think being on the big screen helps. Okay. Because it draws everybody over, just kind of like what not is this? Not the people, but the video. You're not you're not videoing them the, and putting them on the on the right, big screen. It's, it's the actual not, gameplay. Yeah, not itself. actual gameplay. Not that they know. Yes, not that and they so know. And so you were set up at the main stage here in the show hall, and that screen is what? Di- I mean, how far across do you think that is? Is it? Tw- it's a. It's bigger than ten foot. Okay. And I mean, I can stand up from here and see it, watch them play if I wanted to. Yes. That, it, that's awesome. That is awesome. And last year, you had, I guess, the first version of this setup in one of the conference rooms down the main hall. And it looks like you've refined it a little bit. I only had a, a chance to take a, a quick look at it. I added paint. 
<laughs> well, it's it's moving along, hey, man. Hey, yeah. that is a refinement. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, categorically, you're correct. So, yeah. So, t- talk to us about the, the idea behind this and, and how you've developed this. It was two years ago at the show. Okay. I was asking about the uh, Nintendo gamepads uh-huh. because I wanted to know if they worked and if they of how they liked them. You're talking and about they, like the dance pad deals. No, not the dance pad. They had built these large Nintendo cam, Oh, like, okay. Game gotcha. pads. They broke in about five minutes. Oh, gotcha. I see. Okay. So I s- told them I could build them new ones and uh, they would last. But um, just in the 30 minutes of me breaking down the, that year of my other cabinet that I had, mm-hmm. and I came up with the idea for that. Gotcha. For the big, the, the big system. Gotcha. Now, I know last year you had a couple little issues because you were working out some bugs with the controls themselves, the game pads. And, yeah. Yes. And I think you got that worked out pretty quickly, and then everyone played through the weekend. That's the, still the same setup you've got now, yes. plus paint. Yes. And I, I, people have probably been dancing on it all weekend, right? When it's up, yeah. I mean, I have to break yeah. down when we have when they're using the stage. Yeah, so, so yeah. Like, I know the stages. Understood. I don't know what they're yeah. doing on the stage right now. They've had bands, and I think they had Eight Bit Brigade playing a little earlier. So it's not set up anywhere right now. You're just kind of time sharing with them. Yeah, I have to time share. Well, you know yeah. that's not too bad because it gives you a little relief. Yeah, it you know, does. Honestly, honestly. So, so what's what's the next um, what's the next mashup? I mean, that's a that's a pretty wild mashup that you've done. I mean, are you? Is the plan to do this with another set of games, or what's the end, what's the end run on track this? Track and field, yeah, track, yeah, track and field and Marble Madness, you know, something <laughs> like that. Right, so, what's the end run on this? I really don't know yet. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just feeling it out as it goes. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, are you working on any other projects? I mean, because it's. I mean, I've seen how this works, and it's it's kind of a feat of engineering, what you've done as far as melding the two together. So, I mean, you've got the talent. you definitely got the ability. I'm kind of curious as to, as to how you're going to harness it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let's bring in somebody else. Okay. Maybe uh, you might have another venue to take your game. That's what. That's that would be good. Uh, Dave, be good. lean in there. you got to talk right in the mic. Hello. Ooh. Whoa. Hello. Hi. Radio voice. Whoa. I like that. How's your how's your headphones? Uh, yeah, Dave? sounds okay. Okay, okay. David Corgan, yeah, organizer, uh, Grand Poobah mm-hmm. of uh, the Grand Old Game Room Expo. Grand o- <laughs> yeah. This is what happens through the weekend. Great segue. Well, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. This is what happens to me Fantastic. through the weekend. I just I fall apart more than usual. <laughs> you know. So David Corgan, Grand Old Game Room Expo. We were actually chatting with uh, Adam and JP, and we we talked about the show and. Uh, I know you're coming back for 2017. You want to give Looking us some details on it. it? Yeah, yeah, we're back again. Uh, the same venue, um, Franklin Marriott in Cool Springs. It's a killer venue. And uh, basically the same weekend, November 10th through 12th. Okay. Um, be back. Uh, more games. More awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's what's some of the big draws that you're planning for this year? I mean, have you have you got it worked out yet, or? Uh, I mean, is there anything you can talk about, or is is it solidified, or is it just still too early oh, man, for any was, of that? I was keeping it all secret until now. Uh, but, oh, well, um, you know something? I mean, we have a way of that's prying why, this out of people. That's why you Chris know? isn't talking. He's, he's got the next game lined up. Yeah, he's just fair, not fair telling enough. us. Yeah, I, I wouldn't tell us either, actually. Yep. Now, my uh, my two big focuses for the show are the brand-new pinball machines. Yes. So we'll have a, a good lineup of brand-new Stern okay. games. Okay. Um, Larry will be back with Jersey Jack games, awesome, of course. Awesome. Yeah, I always love to have those out there. Yeah, and we're bringing in more 
I call them more family style games. Really big. We're, we have uh, four skee ball machines. I'm taking out. Okay. Uh, a few redemption games. Uh, some driving games, some light gun games. Okay. So that'll that'll kind of mix in with the classics and the pins that we had before. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's good. I mean, you had a fantastic selection of vids. I, I'll say that. I mean, I know some collectors came out in force, and I've never seen a Quantum in, a, in multiple major Havocs in any show. I, I, mean, I mean, seriously, in any show. That took me by surprise. Yeah, uh, some of the local guys definitely went above and beyond to bring those games out. Yeah. Uh, helped me have a really good showing for that first year, you yeah, know. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I liked the layout. It was spacious, and um, you could you could play, and I, I liked it. I, I'm looking You should forward be to able to play. Back. I mean, that's a good thing to be able yeah. to play them. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, under, understood, understood. Now, Chris and Dave, have you all had an opportunity to talk yet? Have you all met? Yep. Yes, yesterday. Okay, cool. Okay, so awesome. it might be early, but Chris, have you thought about traveling with your setup? Uh, you've been to Louisville twice, and you're from the local area. Have you thought about going to another show? Well, I have been to Replay as well. Oh, okay. Now, Whitney and I oh. have not made it to Replay. No, tell tell us about Replay. I mean, t- tell us about the show. Is it is it is it good? Because a lot of people say it's pretty awesome. It is really awesome. Um, it is huge. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was a massive venue. Um, now, did you just go personally, or did you actually take your... I took my DDR Street Fighter with okay. me. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, I didn't get a turnout for me as much as I would like, because uh, I do like to have a, at least a constant crowd. It, yeah. it helps me keep stay inter- inter- energetic and, inter- and active with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, it was a lot of hit or miss. Uh, but we also had Hillary Clinton there, which made things worse. So was she in oh, town? I see. And it, yeah. would it just snarl traffic up and everything? Yeah, it, it made oh. traffic horrible out there. I wow. Gotcha. Interesting. She Interesting. probably won't be back the next time. Yeah, yeah. So. I, 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 that's a pretty safe <laughs> assumption at this point, isn't she, it? She, if she is, she's traveling undercover and incognito. Yes. So you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah it won't, yeah. won't be as much If she comes attention. back, she needs to play my game. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, there would be she a picture. She rides around on a van. Yeah. There would be a picture. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, so David, I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, have you... Um, if you found that that the venue worked out well for you, I mean, I know it received pretty rave reviews. I mean, were you happy overall with how how the show structure turned out and everything like that? Because for a first year show, it seemed like yours was really. I mean, it was really well organized. You had good, you know, you had a good schedule. You had good sessions and everything like that. It it felt like it was ran well. I'll say that. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean. I was running around like a crazy person the whole time. Yeah, so I, I know you were. I, I get the were. feedback secondhand, you know. Yeah. But I know Whitney and I run around like mad. When we do shows, just yeah. doing a little bit. We do. I, yeah. I cannot imagine. Wouldn't even want to tackle. Actually trying to put on a show. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It would have been uh, a lot better. I was a little short-staffed. Yeah. So I mean, that's easy to fix going down the road. Well, good, good. But um, yeah, the venue worked out really great. I mean, I had some. Some first-year lessons learned about dealing with the hotel, okay. some of that stuff. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we're going back there again this year. Yeah. Everybody seemed to love it, so. Yeah, I, I, I'll, yeah, definitely. I'll say that. I mean, it was probably the nicest hotel that I've been at a show at. And it so. helps that they just renovated uh, like half a year before the show. So okay. Gotcha. Everything was fresh. Carpet was all mm-hmm. brand new. It was, it was clean. You walk into the rooms, and it's like, whoa. These rooms are solid. Yeah, I was They're hoping nice. I really didn't like gouge the carpets or do something like that while I was there. <laughs> you yeah. didn't want to be that guy. No, yeah. I didn't want it to come back on me. I tell yeah. you though, yeah. that was the first hotel I've been in where I've actually taken a picture of the room and sent it to, s- to some friends and said, "Look how nice this room is." 
I mean, it was it. The venue was wonderful. So ride ride it out until it you know <laughs> it's ready for another uh, revamp and then move the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they're they're pretty um, proud of their hotel too. Yeah. So they, they're not just begging me to be there but they 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 did me a good deal so Ooh, good. Good, good. Yeah, i was pretty happy with yeah, it yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad well, can, in all seriousness i can see why they're proud because it, it is it's a really nice place yeah yeah it, it is it is i mean any special guests you've got lined up for for this year that you can talk about or, um, or who, who are you targeting to show guess wise i've been uh slacking on that so <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what i end up doing is like last year i focused I took a big block of time and just focused on buying up consoles that I needed. Yeah. And so this year I've been buying up arcade machines and stuff that I need. Okay. Once I get those machines down, I'll start focusing on some of the other stuff. So I know you just recently picked up uh, Le Mans? Le Mans, that's Le Mans. right. Is that one you're going to actually try to get in the show? Oh, yeah. I'll take it out there for sure. Yeah, because uh, I was uh, at a recent auction, the Sevierville auction, and David and I had an opportunity. He was out there as well. We were talking a little bit about it. and. I mean, I do like those older black and whites, especially. Yeah. I know there's a lot of knockoffs of, of many of the games, but when you get back to the originator of the given game, like an Atari, yeah, it, it's just there's just something about the presentation, the feel. The uh, whole Bronze Age exactly. era does that. Yes, yes. it yeah. really does. It does a good job I because mean, what it lacks in visual. The visual presentation it just makes up for just raw gameplay it's just fine yeah it's yeah. fine it's got great sound for yeah. the air and the the side art i love that style of atari yeah. side art that yeah. uh that um smoky joe that firehouse that kind of style of silk screen whatever they did yeah now the uh, interesting thing on this game when i got it home uh there's nails all on the side of it somebody just was bored and just hammered a bunch of nails in the game I mean, do they not go through, like, into the rest of the structure of the cabinet? No, they're just just randomly all through the sides. Okay. Are they flush with the side? Uh... Pretty much. I mean, it's. I'll be able to get most of them out, but okay. Um, it it didn't get much love wherever it was before it wow. showed up at that auction. That's crazy. Well, never would have thought that. So, uh, you said you were kind of slacking on the guests, and I, I wouldn't say that you you've been slacking. Except for you two guys, because I mean, I'm sure. I'm well, I, that was not a segue because <laughs> we've seen my ability to segue in the last 20 minutes, and it is lacking. All right. But I wouldn't say that you know you're behind in, in in organizing guests. I mean, it's kind of been our experience that a lot of the guests they tend to fall in line kind of at the last minute. I mean, you would think that they would want to try to schedule out, but surprisingly, just talking to other show organizers, and if you've heard different, Whitney, let me know or Chris. It, it seems like um, a lot of your bigger names they tend to hold out to falling within the last couple months before they'll commit so yeah the show may be upon us within what six or eight months but i have a feeling that if if it came down to it i don't think you'd have a hard time getting some guests together now you know of course whitney and i have been down there and the next time around you'll have we'll have to have like fruit baskets or you know Smoothies. I, smoothies. Yeah, smoothies. Uh, uh, I do like M&M's, just the yellow ones. You know, stuff like that. You know, we'll have to, uh, the first time we give you, after that we've got a list oh, for, okay. the, for the yeah, green gotcha. room. Yeah, for the green room, <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, and it's exquisite, I will say <laughs> that. Just send it on my way. I'll, I'll get around to it eventually, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll read that for sure. <laughs> that, that would be what Brent calls a slow no, and we'll just show up just like we did last yes. year. Yeah, exactly. Good. 
good try, Brent. What's, Goes nowhere. What's David burning over in the corner? <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that would be our list. Yes, it's yes. on fire. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, Chris, exactly. have you? Uh, it, it, I know I'm kind of on the spot. Have you thought about maybe going down to Nashville for the Grand Ole Game Room Expo? I mean, even if to visit, it's you know three hours out of Louisville, and if anything. I don't know, Nashville, you're going to pull from a little further south as well. So, you know, you you can get a lot of traffic that Louisville won't pull. So, I mean, if you, you give any thought to maybe going down and checking it out? I've already started thinking about it, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, I would highly suggest it. It's a great show. I mean, we, as Whitney mentioned, we had a wonderful time last year. Yeah. And looking forward to going uh, back. You know, you, you said, uh, David, that you had some first-year lessons. I mean, we have lessons every 15 minutes doing <laughs> what we do. And for the, for a first year out of the gate, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was well executed. Yeah, in terms of, in execution, not yeah. just the games, but the show itself. The execution was great. Yeah. Well, I did a ton of research. I mean, you know, over probably a, a good year and a half, I yeah. was just uh, nonstop eating up my time yeah. planning for that show. So, yeah. um, you know, it consumes your life when you take on something like that. So that's yeah. I tried to make it. As smooth as possible for a first year, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing that I thought was a nice touch was the hatch prints. And I picked one of those up from your wife, and I have it framed, and it's hanging up in my basement nice. right now. It's it's cool. You, you had the good colors, the the orange, the red, the yellow working. It was, it was sweet, man. What's cool sweet. about those hatch prints is they designed that completely to themselves. They, they don't, did, they they don't even allow you to uh, um, submit designs to them. Like, that's their thing is that had... Oh, that's interesting. So, so, how do you even tell them what you want? Do you just say, "This is me," and think something up for you me? You kind of describe it? it. Yeah, I mean, they're famous for their own designs. So, okay. And it's on a letterpress. So, what that means is they they carve out the wood pieces and they actually build the the piece for the press and they yeah. put each piece of paper on there by hand, uh, mix the colors and roll everyone. So everyone's yeah. slightly different because they yeah. have a little bit of. I, I love the character of it, and uh, I mean. In our basement, we have a couple walls that are orange, and it just fits right in on that. And I, when, as soon as I saw it, I told Brent, I'm like, i got to get one of those. And I, I'm pretty sure that we talked – maybe we talked to your wife about this, We David. did. Now, Hatch, that was the company that has been around for decades and decades, and they are known for uh, concert posters for, uh, I guess, a lot of country acts being out of Nashville. Yeah. But I'm sure that they branched out. Is, is, am I remembering that yeah, correctly? Yeah, so they're, they're, now they're actually part of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Okay. But, uh, okay. yeah, they're famous for all their Ryman Auditorium posters, Grand Ole Opry and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was kind of a Nashville institution, I guess, yeah. for printing, you yeah. know, for, for show stuff like that. Well, it, it, what I thought was interesting about it, I look at that print, and it's immediately recognizable to the event the venue in the overall feel of the event so i, I just I, I thought it was i, I thought it was brilliant I, I loved it and what's cool is uh on the print the designer actually puts his initials at the bottom so that's the person at hat show that made the design yeah they're all on there yeah i mean what's what's the lead time for that is that something you have to do like six months in advance or what that's like three three four months i think three or four months in advance okay and you you get the design like maybe a month before you know, they, they kind of put it in the queue, and it sits there I, and goes I on and on. I see, I see. I see. Are they open to rework? Because that seems like a very one one. That, that seems to me like a one and done type of scenario. It's like, listen, you're paying us. We have our name and our reputation. You get what you get, and you're happy with what you get, whether you're happy with it or not. Yeah, there was a revision. We okay. I think they 
they left out game room they put grand expo or something like that okay. so i was oh, able okay. to tell them you know you need to fit this in and yeah they reworked it a little bit but they didn't change the overall design though i, I see that was I kind see. of i mean i guess if you just really hated it maybe they would go back yeah yeah are, are you planning on having another one for next year i'm considering okay so will they redesign another or will they just change the date they would do it completely different completely different one see that that's i want that yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I want that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. So, Chris, let me ask you, do you have any designs on where you're going to have your game at next? Not yet. I'm Not still yet. still playing around with that. I can understand that because uh, it, it takes a little set it up and a little planning, and it's not like a spur-of-the-moment thing. Uh, anything come to mind, any other shows? I mean, have you thought about even approaching some folks locally and then just having an evening and setting it up on a location? Well, actually, Ants has been... Bingo. Bingo. At Zanzibar? At Zanzibar, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he wants to do it. He does. Yeah. Because I I know that they're doing the expansion now. They're doing it like a a music venue type of a situation. I have seen a few of the pictures. I haven't had an opportunity to go over there in a while. Right. But you could almost do there like you're doing here, a stage and and the whole nine yards. Absolutely. Oh, that would be so awesome. I, I can see that driving... Yeah, a lot of attendance, some charitable events and, th- and things like that. Because if you're able to roll that baby out, throw it up on a wall, and then watch people bump into each other for a good cause, <laughs> yeah, I'm, d- I'm down for that. So yeah, I'm totally down too. for that. So yeah. if that happens, let us know, and then I will do a poor job of advertising it for you on our, on our podcast. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love that. How's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reach uh, – I mean, it's a wide and varied audience – no guarantees whatsoever. So, well, you know, I'll, I'll hear it because I listen to the show. Thank so you, I'll sir. Thank you, sir. Few people. You, you know, I showed Brent your tweet because when you tweeted about episode 50 and then 51, I literally stopped what I was doing and laughed out loud. Because <laughs> oh, he's I read thought, that a couple of times. Oh, oh yeah. Including I, this weekend. Yes, yes. And I showed it to Brent, and I'm like, David, is he's priceless, man, because he's bought into the humor that is the show, and then he's rolling it forward. And it's like, that's like the greatest compliment ever. So, I mean, dude, you ought to be well-rested because you did take a heck of a nap. I'll say that. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, did you get any ROMs burnt? That's a burning question. (laughs) Ha! See how I did that? Yeah, Brent. Need a rim shot, dude? Oh, No soundboard. I've only got got 18 computers and my phone. I don't have a soundboard. (laughs) Fair enough. It was the perfect perfect save. I can mix in the duck hunt over here, and I can just shoot some ducks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I just got to text Whitney. You know, uh, listeners may be able to hear all the the additional background noise. The main stage is in the the main game room hall uh, for the show this year. And they're doing the, the raffle giveaways. And Ooh, I, I see. I have won something. Now I, I don't know what taking that home a Pac-Man thing Brent. is. Yeah. But I don't know. Apparently, I'm I'm gonna come out of this, you know, to the plus side at least for now. So when do you find out? Oh, I don't know. I would, some friends of the show, actually, Tony Thomas from Rec Bar, they just texted me and just said I won something. So apparently, he wasn't paying attention because his name wasn't called. Oh, and I oh. don't blame him. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, whatever. You, you know how this stuff. Who's rolls. that? Who's that Brent guy? Whatever. Well, he still did you a solid, man. Let you know. Oh yeah. Awesome. You, you may have to throw a Pac-Man in the Stratus and then get it to the house. Well, you know that's something. Let's mention that real quick. Yeah. Every year at Louisville Arcade Expo, they have a charity raffle, and I think. Every year that I can think of, including the very first year when it was at, at the, I don't recall where it was, but it was a it much was, smaller venue. It was the hotel just right across the street. It okay. Was, it was, I think, a Holiday Inn, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I have to go back and look. Well, check the website. They have actually. a giveaway game, and then all the proceeds go to a charity, okay? 
and uh, they had a uh, this year instead of just doing straight tickets, they actually combined that with uh, with a food donation. Yeah. So if you brought tuna or peanut butter, it was this interesting formula of what equated to a number of tickets, yeah. and it kind of actually incentivized you to bring food because. The math seemed to work out a little better if you brought food. Yeah. And you know, every year I try to give a little something, and I, I don't honestly, I don't care to win anything. It's but they have the main prize, which is the game to give away. This year it's a Pac-Man. Last year it was a F-14 that was in honor of Steve Ritchie uh, speaking at the show. Yeah, for him being here. Right. Yes. And then there's also a whole series of prizes leading up to the grand prize. Yeah. So it's not just like a one shot and you're done. Yeah. So. Correct. Correct. Yeah, All right, gentlemen. It'll be interesting to see what you get, man. So, like I say, we may be putting a Pac-Man in the Stratus and uh, strapping it to the top or something, you know. And Brent will say, man, I, my car can't haul it. And it's like, cry me a river, dude. You got a Pac-Man, you know. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel bad for you at all. Well, I want to rotate in some other guests. But before Sounds we do, any contact information that you want to yeah, give out, yep. Chris, anything about your game? Any? Well, you can find me on Facebook. Really easy. Chris Miskey. Well, uh, everyone else can. I can't because <laughs> I have an issue with such a, you know, his name is much easier than my own name, and I can't get it straight. I just, it's phenomenal how much of an idiot I am. It's all good. I, I mean, how, the, how much of an idiot I am. Well, Don't it, cut it, me off when sorry. I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm giving myself grief, and you're like, he's trying to save me yeah, from I'm, me. I am, I this, am. Here's the dirty secret, guys. Yep. He, I am just the figurehead. Whitney is the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Kim Jong Kim Jong Un of the Broken Token podcast. Well, <laughs> Whitney Brent, is the military arm. I'll say this: it takes a cupcake and the icing for it to be worth oh. it. So there, there we go. How about that? Oh, he's yeah. so sweet. That's as weird as I'll get for tonight. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's enough. Yeah, that's, that's enough. enough. Yeah, that's so Chris, enough. Chris Miskey. Yes. Get, he, he's just being nice now. No, you got it right. <laughs> and Dave, uh, David Corgan. See, I got your last hey, name hey, that time. All right. Oh my gosh. Go ahead and give all the contact info for Grand Ole Game Room so Expo, you, please. Our website is uh, Grand Ole Expo, O-L-E, um, dot com. And then Facebook, Grand Ole Expo, Twitter, I'm on there. Tickets are actually discounted for uh, up until April 1st. So okay. it's a good time to get the weekend pass. Yeah, right on, right on until April 1st. So, and then okay. you're on Facebook. And are you, do you have a Twitter account for yeah. the show and all that? And, and my, my own Twitter is, yeah, yeah, is put it all uh, out there. Uber hey. Arcade is my Twitter. Okay. I Got put you. it all out there, and you see what happens, so you need to put it all out there for it, the show. It's all out there, man. <laughs> it's all out there. <laughs> well, thank you guys for sitting in. We certainly do appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you. We're glad you made it out here to Little Arcade Expo. Hope, uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Fantastic. All right, gentlemen, thanks. All right, sounds Thank good, you. guys. Thank you all, all right, very Randy, much. I'm going to rotate somebody else in. Yep, so we're going to hop into the chat again. And, uh, oh, Sean, you have got a Kia SUV that will fit a Pac-Man going back to New Hampshire. Dude, I'm kind of curious about what the gas mileage would be on hauling a pack on the – now, Sean, here's the thing. Will it fit in the back, or do we have to tie it to the top? You know, that's the burning question right there. And uh, <laughs> Brian says, don't soundboard it. I bet, yeah, I get it. Exactly, Brian. You have uh, you have done called called it as it is, buddy. Called it as it is. All right, looks like we're getting ready to have a couple more people set, set back down. We're close that here in a few minutes. Once you hop on and finish. All right, good deal, good deal. Okay, Brent. Okay, Brent's getting them, Brent's getting them set up. I don't know how much of that you heard because I saw my mic was No, 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 no. It's fine, it's fine. I, it was, I was all nice stuff. I didn't say anything about it. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. I was just pausing for a second to see how it was going to work itself out. Oh, okay. Hey, Garrett, put Garrett, Gareth on. Yeah, Garrett. 
hey Gareth, go, go ahead and hop on. I was trying to get I was trying to get Jim Hale back on, and he just looked at me like my head was hello. like my hair was on fire. Hold hey, on, I'll get him. Hey set buddy, up. what's up? Say All right, hello, Gareth. So, excellent. Okay, Brent. So sitting here to my right is my nephew Gareth. So Gareth, tell tell the internet hello, buddy. Hello. Yeah, get right. into the mic. Yeah, get, get into the mic and do like, it again. You got to All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, so Gareth and my daughter Grace are just right about the same age. And uh, Gareth, you have been running around here all day like a madman, dude. So, give us uh, give us your perspective on the Louisville Arcade Expo. Have you liked it? Do you dig it or what? I love it. And um, my favorite games are probably the consoles and the console rooms. Yeah. Um. Probably because there's a bunch of first-person shooter games. And oh stuff. man! Um, Have you played Doom? No. No. That's oh, a good. That's play, a good you one. Play Doom. Yeah, you Doom. Play Doom's Doom. a good one. Doom's a good one. So, so Gareth, your dad uh, is working. Your dad and your uncle are working in, in uh, I think, the classic computing in the console room. So, are they hooking you up with games and getting you set up, or what? Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, what are what first? Per- you said the first-person shooters. What have you been playing? Uh, Unreal Tournament. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, gotcha. All right. And uh, this other game, but uh, I don't know what it's called. We'll have to ask Philip and see see what he says that it is. Do you, I mean, do you have it at your house or anything, or is it like is this the first time that you played it here at the expo? Yeah, this is the first time I played that game. Okay. At the expo. Gotcha, gotcha. So let me ask you. So have you walked around and played a bunch of arcade games as well, and some pinball machines? Or yeah. You, okay. So what's been your favorite arcade game here? I'm not sure. I always don't know. Okay. Well, I guess it's because they're all they're all so fun. How about pinball? Have you played any pinball too? Yeah. Okay. All right. So w- which one are you liking better? You like the arcades? You like the pinball machines better? Uh, How's it probably go? Probably the arcade games. Ah, I see. I see. Well, good deal. Good deal. So are you going to be back here tomorrow? I mean, were you here? You were here on Friday, yesterday, yeah. weren't you? And then you here all day today. Are you coming back tomorrow to play some more or what? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'll look forward to seeing you. Grace will be here tomorrow. So I know. Yeah, so I'm sure she'll we'll get you guys connected and you guys can play some crazy taxi and stuff like that and just... Just run over a bunch of zombies and hit them in the head with axes and stuff like that. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a Sunday afternoon. Oh, I, I mean, right we, after we, church. Yeah, right after church. <laughs> go kill some zombies. Gareth, that's a, that's what, are you, what are you wearing? What is on your shirt? It's a shirt with. It's like Space Invader Star Wars. Okay, but what's the blinking thing? Is that look, looks like a little little rocket ship? It's a makerspace uh, pen. It's a makerspace. Oh, it's a makerspace pin that you soldered together. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I oh, you soldered that. that together yourself? Yeah. Awesome. I'll have well, to take is, a look at that Yeah, later. that is neat. That I'm, is neat. I'm 34, and I just learned how to solder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's Tony from Rec Bar. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tony, it, you, you need to continue to learn yeah, on how sorry. to solder. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's, it's all good. How, that's how just do the you way get, stuff how, goes. Gareth, how old are you, buddy? Ten. Ten. If you want, Tony, I can get the iron out, and then you and Gareth can sit back here under the light. We can have some classes. He can train me. He can yeah. train you. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it'll work. Solid, solid. So, so Gareth, I mean, have you uh, have you made your way around and, like, played some of the, uh, like, some of the upright uh, console stands and everything like that, like like the, the display stands because they got, yeah. like, a Super Nintendo, a Sega, and, you know, yeah, Sega nice Genesis, Dreamcast all that. Dreamcast there. stand. Yeah. yeah, all that. Awesome, awesome. So, are, are you going to make your make your mom and dad buy you some games over here in the vendor area? Take them home with you, or what? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Did you bring your Game Boy with you by any chance, or your 3DS? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. No need for that here, huh? 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, good deal, man. Good deal. Well, I'm glad you've had a good time, man. I'm glad you've had a good time. Now, your mom and your dad were walking through here a little bit ago, and they were looking for you. So, I mean, are you keeping, like, in close contact with them, or are you just, like, running around just wild man, ah, just having a good time, or what? I'm actually trying to look for my mom. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, I, I'll keep an eye out for her and see if I see her pop over, because I think, actually... Your mom and your aunt Jackie are together, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. I, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out for them. In fact, I'll I'll text them right now and see where they're at. How about that? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Tony, I mean, how's how's the show wrapped up for you guys? I mean, we're about ready to put a bow on this thing. You know, as far as the the huge activity. I mean, Sunday is always a good day, but it. I mean, it really falls down attendance wise. You know, right around. Yeah, lunchtime. and I think it does. And I was just saying this a second ago. We brought nine games out and it kind of stinks that some people sell their games and then they get rid of them they do. on friday and I, that's i know that's actually not fair to jeremy and matt and the rest of the crew if you're going to sell your game you should tell people look you can't pick it up till sunday till sunday it closed you got these people that are paying to come and to play these games that they've never played and you know people might say that Hey, check it out. Last night I played Rampage 3-player, and then they come Saturday and it's gone because it sold and someone picked it up. I mean, this is to anyone that listens to the show. If you bring games to the show, just tell people you they, they can't buy it until Sunday. Yeah. They can't take it home till Sunday. because well, I, I, you bring up a good point. because I'm back, Whitney. I just had to make an emergency run. No, no, no. You're fine. I mean, but Tony, <laughs> you bring up a good point because you see stuff like loaded on a dolly on Sunday morning. Oh, and that, and that far out. corner over there, There's there was – Right now, there's like at least six pins that are that are gone, you know. And I understand people come in, they want to buy the games and all, and they might live out of town and this and that. But as a seller, just say, look, we'll make the deal finalized Sunday. I, you give me the money Sunday, and and that's it, you know. Yeah. But it's just it's just not fair for Jeremy and Matt, and and then everyone that pays to come in. I just feel like it's wrong. You know, the, the yeah. upside is is that this show pulls a lot of games it does and it, oh there's tons oh, i mean there's yeah, still oh, yeah. tons oh yeah absolutely i know from our side of the house being that we bring games in i, I don't really think that the public would know really kind of notice it per yep. se but i know that when we see the work that goes into it like from jeremy and matt's perspective and the work that we put in it bringing games in i'm with you tony it would be uh, and i understand that situations change and all that kind of fun stuff but uh, sometimes you have a situation where somebody is, okay, they're just in for the day and they decided yeah. to buy something and it kind of has to go. But that's the way I kind of work things. Whenever I've sold anything here. You I just make us and, take it to their house. Right. I, well, that's <laughs> true. That is true. <laughs> sure, I can have that delivered. Yeah, <laughs> as he stands there and drinks his smoothie. That's yeah. exactly how but, this and goes. And I do, I do that. I say, guys, look, I, I really like to have games here just to, just to you know be a good stir to the show. They, it, I really would appreciate if it stays here through Sunday. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I could say, uh, and I'm 34 years old now. I've been in the bar restaurant scene all my life. Okay. And Derby is like the craziest thing. You know, I've worked at 4th Street forever and everything. And this show, like, I, I was more pumped up for this weekend than I have been in a long time because I, you know, I knew you got to see all kinds of different types of people coming out, playing games, all types of games. I mean, there's you games see, here. Yeah, there's a the, this is the place to come if you want if you're if you're interested in a title and you just want to see it, chances are you can find it at most of these expos in Louisville. I mean, we bring a lot of interesting games. 
you brought two really rare games with you. You brought uh, a Stern Stargazer, yep. and then the Escape from the Lost World, the Valley Escape Valley. from the Lost World. Yeah. And you, I know Stargazer, that's a sought-after game, and the Valley game, I don't know how many people have been up at the booth talking to me and said, man, I've never seen one of yeah. those. And then, I mean, you have you know, Phoebe and the, the Larry Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Yep. I mean, their, their game collection is insane. Uh, the rest of the guys with them. How often can you play any of those? Probably never. And we haven't mentioned Phoebe's crew yet for, at the show. Phoebe brought, you know, our kind of the show favorite Varcon. She's got her Varcon with her, yep. and she's got her Joust pinball. Correct. And there was a problem with one of the flippers on the Joust pinball yesterday, and they were working on it. And she said a gentleman walked up to her and very politely asked, you know, will this is this going to be down? And he, he said, I travel to the show really w- wanting to play this game because you just don't get to see it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, you know they got it back together. And then you start crying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. It was a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the, the quality of games that come into the show is, is, is phenomenal. And you're right, Tony. There, some, some do filter out, but there is still an unbelievable amount of games and, here. To and play. I don't think people understand. Um, is it Gareth? Gareth is 10. I mean, right behind us right now, there's a young girl on a chair, standing on a chair, playing a pinball. I can't really see her. She's probably, I don't know, six or seven. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, I'd say five or six. Like, it is awesome just to see all these young kids come out and, and enjoy these games that. You know, get She's, off! Get off your iPhone! You know, come play something here. She is getting the body language of pinball going. I mean, she is excited. No, about she it. she's invested. She has bought into that. There is no doubt about it. And, and that I mean, that's what it's about because I grew up on Aladdin's castle, and I think yeah. it kind of like shut down right when I was at the age of being able to make my own money. Um, but there's really not a lot of places you can go to, and and it's awesome to to. I mean, y'all's podcast just. You guys talk about tons of games, and now we, we go pick up games all over, like Cincinnati, and we just drove out to Kansas last week, and it's funny because I know you two directly, but I'll get on my phone and I'll put auxiliary in and we'll listen to the podcast all the way out <laughs> because there's <laughs> so awful. much that we don't even know, and you yeah. start talking about games. And the, the one before Christmas, I believe you guys were talking about, you know, some, um, some rubbers on, you know, Blacklight rubbers, and I was like, "Oh, for the Ghostbusters from Titan Pinball." Yep. That's what that was. I was like, "Wow, we should get those rubbers for any game that we can," you know, yeah. because in our backspace it's dark, and it would be cool to put black lights back there. Yeah. But oddly enough, I was just thinking about that this week, going out to t- once the show was over, yeah. and I had a little room to breathe, and going out and ordering a set and redoing my Ghostbusters. Well, now is the time because on Twitter, just like three days ago, Titan posted pictures of the thousands of rubbers that they have gotten in in boxes upon boxes upon boxes. So, so they're restocked. They got um, Phoebe and them have a game right over here. It's a pinball. And it has like some almost like black light. Oh. Um, now is it the Fathom? Is it like water-based, sea-based? No, it's a orange and yellow one. I forget it. It's like the literally the first pinball right next to Varcon. Okay. I'm and it has... I, I, don't, I really don't know what they are, but they're awesome. They're, like, orange, and they glow. Uh, they're, like, slingshot, you know, slingshot rubbers. And those things, there's there's not even black lights around here at all. And they look cool because 
you know, they have LEDs in the field See, and all. Now, we haven't had a chance to really look at games. Whitney and I talked I'll about that earlier. That, yeah. Not have it. Once this show is over uh, tonight, we're actually going to have a little bit of an opportunity. Get crazy. To, to, <laughs> yeah. It's all. we're Like last night, but we're going to, we mentioned it last night, we're going to break off part of the sign and make swords, and we're going to do like a Highlander thing out here in the middle. Of the, Y'all going to do LARPing? No, oh. no, no, no. No, because no, no, no. no, when we do it, we do it for real. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. no like role. definitely stab each other until no blood. Yeah. Oh, well, it's like, it's like Patrick on Spongebob. He says, it gets really crazy after 8.30, you know, and that's how it goes. Yep. Yeah. Actually, Brent goes to sleep after 8.30. So. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. So it's all good. It's what happens when you get older. Yeah. With, it's you, a function you'll get, of age. You'll get there, Tony. Don't worry about it. I got it. it. You'll get there. Gareth, what time you go to sleep? 8.30. 8.30. Right on. Right on. He's, he's rocking it out now because he's pushing 9 o'clock. He, he, he's responsible because it's he's... It's a weekend, right? No yeah, school tomorrow. Weekend. Yeah. He, he knows what he, he knows what's in store for him the next day. I mean, getting up for school is no fun, is it, Gareth? No. 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 Well, Whitney, Tony has talked about all these awesome games, that are, and we've just been talking about all these awesome games to play. We've had a great show tonight. We're right about two hours in. And you know what, man? Tonight, we are, quote-unquote, off. We had some other recording duties to take care of after last night's show, after the Friday night show. Yes. We are free and clear. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's time we go over and we play some games. And, I, th- I think we, I think we can do that. And drink Zima, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do that for sure. Hey, hey I've got a smoothie. Or almost, it's almost gone. <laughs> you I'm do have a smoothie. Sugar, yeah. Yeah. So where, do, where does a guy get a Zima anyway? I can't even believe actually, I just asked that. They're actually, bringing it back. I, yeah. uh, I'm a bar person. No way. Are so they, they really? are bringing it back. So I'm telling you right now, if you have any money, you want to buy stock, you want, you want to make a little income, buy stock in Jolly Ranchers. Because back in the day, you always threw a Jolly Rancher and a Zima. I remember Jolly that. Ranchers are coming back. That is that's crazy, man. So do you think Zimas will come back only to die another oh, yeah, just horrible yeah, they're, death? Oh, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. yeah, They're just like smearing off ice. No one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like dead on arrival, isn't it? But Gareth is gone. Gareth is oh, gone. Oh, oh, Gareth is gone. Gareth is out. Oh, buddy, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, oh, his mom's here. That's the reason why. Got it, got it, got it. We was looking for his mom, so it's it's like all good. It's all good. Gareth, thanks for sitting in with us, buddy. I'm sure. All right, we'll see, we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Yeah, no worries, no worries. All right, man. So, yeah, Brent, I, I think it's probably good to go ahead and, you know, put a bow on this baby, wrap it. We th- want to thank everybody in the chat. Oh, one thing I wanted to say, and I'm kind of curious about this. So, Sean mentioned in the chat that Pentastic, he says they give some incentives for, for owners to keep the games at the show through the duration of the show. Do either of you guys know what that is, by any no, chance? No, I've never uh, been they, Pentastic. I don't think they – I've never heard of it. Um, no, I don't know. They, you know, and, kinda, and, and the thing ahead, is, too – I mean, there's a lot of games too that it it takes time to to get them up and running and, and to to drive them here and to pay for trucks to get them here and all. So, you know, half of me doesn't blame the guys, but I would just like to see not that many of them run. You know, yeah. run off the floor. I mean, at least like tell people they can't buy it until Saturday. And it is what it is. But out of, out of respect for for Jeremy and Matt that that run the show, I think I think it would be cool to I, not sell them that quick. I, I mean, I, I think I need to find out about what what that's what that whole structure looks like because yeah. if they're doing it at Pentastic and it works then maybe it's something Jeremy and Matt could look at doing at a future show because I, I'll tell you we see how this is all laid out and how densely populated it is tonight mm-hmm. honestly when we come back in tomorrow morning it's not going to look like this no it's and, not. And, and in all fairness and I don't want anybody and Tony like yeah. I said I see your point and, and that's crossed my mind as well. For anyone wanting to visit the show, there is still plenty oh, here yeah, to play. There, there is, oh, there's there at is, least. Yeah. I mean, I, I might be off counting. There's probably at least 350, 400. Yeah, still here, which is 
which is insane. Plus, plus all the consoles. Oh, consoles. Yeah, and and all the consoles are off the hook. All the panel oh. sessions, everything yeah. else. But no, I see your point. As a person that participates in the show, Whitney and I, you, we bring games. That's something you kind of notice because we get to see a little of the behind the scenes. And we know, like you said, you rent trucks and you, you lean on friends and uh, to bring the equipment in. And that kind of stands out. Well, yeah, it does. I was telling Corey, you know, Zanzibar, they bring they bring tons of games. Yeah. And that is awesome. I mean, that's just awesome for a place to bring. You know, we, we, oh, we they only brought. Oh, they, yeah. they probably brought maybe 30. I, I, I might be off, but, you know, I was telling Corey, I said, you know, out of respect for the guys next year. I mean, we, we only brought nine this year. You know, next year, we'll load them we, up. Yeah, we'll load them up. You know, anything that we have really in storage that is working, we should send it. Yeah. So. Well, with that, guys, I think it's a I think it's a good time to go ahead and put a wrap on this. So, Gareth, thanks for sitting in with us. We appreciate it. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. So, Tony, thanks for sitting in as sure, well. Thank you. Appreciate your support. And so, everybody out in the chat. I mean, Mike, Sean, Brian, everybody who listened in, and uh, we we appreciate you guys doing it. We'll have this, uh, I say, Brent, we'll have this in the podcast stream, what, within the, probably the next couple of weeks, I would think. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, space, we'll space last night's show out and tonight's show out over, over March. Yeah. yeah and so then we're going to have good. the panel discussions. I know, Whitney, you recorded the audio. Oh, my gosh. Discussions wait, just today. wait until yeah, yes. so wait until you see the Jersey Jag panel, and we'll have the audio of that in an upcoming episode. And, I, and I'm going to tell you. As Sean would say, even the audio just by itself is worth two and a half commutes. It was it was unreal. <laughs> it was great though. It was great. And then, but anyway, and then before that, we had an hour with Jimmy Litzy. Yeah, and it was about, great. We talked about the other side of the industry, the operator side of the industry. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to get that as well in the stream, and, yep. and you know, give everybody some insight as to what it was actually like to run yeah. a, a coin op industry. Uh, excuse me, a coin op business and a distributorship back in the heyday. Yeah, it, it was. It was. A, it was a really neat panel, and it's one of those things where I really. Really look forward to having Jimmy on the show again. But, uh, hey, that's a wrap for tonight, Saturday night, Louisville Arcade Expo. We appreciate everybody listening. We'll just say uh, keep your quarters clean and game on. Congratulations. You made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Maybe next episode they'll actually listen to me for a change. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with. But I know their moms would be so proud. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast at brokentoken.com. You can also call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Broken Token. Britt and Whitney are always posting content between the official episodes, and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find our podcast on the iTunes store and on Stitcher Radio. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review on the iTunes store and on our Stitcher Radio page, as the reviews help out the show. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com. For articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. Once again, thanks for listening. The Broken Token Podcast would like to thank the only person on staff who has actual vocal talent, Miss Christy Litzy. And that's me. <laughs> Music for the Broken Token Podcast, graciously provided by Hacy Dixie. Head over to their website at www.hayseed-dixie.com 
for videos, tour dates, merchandise, and to purchase music. How much very, did that cost close. you? <laughs> yeah, well, it was uh, just a bucket full of dead birds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Prospect. That On town's got a lot of potential. I was looking up a place to get a tattoo of Betty White.